a college experience way too early week five college football preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by better than Vegas. Yes. Better than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure you subscribe to our profile at sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of your ED. Just head over to getroman.com slash SGP for $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy from April 29th to May 4th. If you deposit on underdog fantasy, you'll have a chance at a million dollars in their best ball contest. That's right. $1 million sign up now at underdogfantasy.com. promo code SGPN. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Welcome to the college experience. Way too early week five college football preview. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined. Well, first I guess I'll I'm joined by the DFS God himself. Give it up for in studio in the great state of North Carolina, the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man? Also, never too early, not way too early. Oh, there we go. I like that. Here. Good quick. He scores. He scores. <laughs> and back on on calling in here from Hollywood, California. I love LA. Give it up for former. Former James Madison Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, it's beautiful. That sounds like a fucking. That sounds like a coyote on Lake Tahoe. You know what I mean? <laughs> just on a full moon night. <laughs> <laughs> on top of the mountain, I'm just like a silhouette. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? You got your Dukes? You know, just food for thought, Patty. See, uh, NC Nick has taken Sam Houston State. That's right, Bearcats. You backstabbing traitor! You believe that? <laughs> he really thinks that these. This the last time they played, I think it was what I say, sixty-five to seven. Sure. 2016, sure. the Dukes just did that to Sam Houston State. 
Well, the, 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 the breakdown of the game for me really came down to, you know, one of JMU's best defensive backs might miss the game mm-hmm. and therefore a reserve kind of like a 2021 version of Patty C might be oh. playing significant minutes and therefore Ooh. I need to fade <laughs> JMU. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> I remember uh, in our spring game, uh, I got burned for a touchdown by a white guy. <laughs> never, never, that was never good luck. the team. That's <laughs> you like it's time to wrap it up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap up my career and, and just go eat, fucking eat burritos. Eat burritos. Uh, all right, so guys, here we are, week five. By the way, I was, I was, uh, you know, there's a little bit of a delay, I guess, because I was trying to do this. Chicken burrito time. I'm out. There we go. Chicken burrito time. I'm out. I don't know if that's even that funny. I also did a flare one then somewhere in there. I don't fucking know. But anyway, week five college football. Here we are. Hopefully there's no Rutgers, Michigan on the schedule that NC Nick's trying to say is the second or third or Patty C say the second or third best game of the week. I got some ACC ones for you. Oh, this, <laughs> uh, well, this is an interesting week. I actually think there's a lot of good matchups. There is. I this, think it's better than last week. Yeah. Better than last week. Um, now drafting first, uh, by the way, guys, if you're a first time listener, we have gone through each and every week so far we're on week five and that will continue. We drop that uh, once a week. So make sure you, you subscribe to the college football experience. So go back and listen to week one, go back. And we basically rank the top 30 games that we are anticipated that we're excited for each, uh, each week, essentially. So uh, with no further ado, we know we're drafting these, we're drafting these teams. So I went first week one, Patty C week two, NC Nick week three. So last week was week four. I was first again. So now it's week five and Patty C is on the clock with the top pick of the draft. What is the best game that you're looking forward to to watching this week five of the college football season, my friend? Well, there are a few that have a little more personal significance to me, but I think you'd be crazy to pick any game except Auburn at LSU. Obviously the venue, the two teams, potential championship aspirations in any given year, SEC West, the competitiveness of this game over the last five, 10 years, or maybe longer. If I dug deeper into the history, it's just going to be awesome. These two teams are always neck and neck. And they always, I mean, this is what makes sec football, sec football matchups like this. And so got to dial into this one. It is one of the, like, I feel like these games are always really good. Yeah, definitely. And you know, this week I didn't think there was any clear cut, obvious choice. So this is definitely one that was in the mix. Uh, last year, Auburn beat LSU 48, 11, maybe, and, maybe they're not always good. And, <laughs> and, and yeah. Bo Nix actually threw for 300 yards. That's wow. how bad the LSU that's why was. That's really why Bo Pelini got fired. It wasn't Mike Leach. Cause he throws on everybody, but uh, it was, Bo, it was, it was that Bo Nix. Like, I mean, last year was a perfect storm for a really bad year for LSU after the national championship. They had a mass exodus of players graduating or coming out early. And then with COVID, they had a bunch of opt outs. So especially early in the year, they just weren't the same team later in the year. LSU was playing better ball with They, they found their quarterback in Max Johnson and his favorite target in Kayshawn Bouti. Yeah. Boutte, uh, like Mark Boutte. I think maybe even a relation well, there. Oh, okay. Same guy okay. Gonna be, don't miss next week. We'll take it one game at a time. Congratulations. Go Tigers. 
Now rematch time in the swamp. This is the, I'm definitely looking forward to watching this game. Should be a good one. No, 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 not the swamp. This is in this is in Death Valley, buddy. I'm sorry, not the, the swamp. Yeah. All right, Florida's not playing Death Valley. Yeah, but Auburn LSU. I would actually argue that these games, with the exception of last year, have been better than Florida LSU games. Agreed. Of the past five, I mean, I know you go back to the Urban Meyer years. Those are great matchups. But yeah, because because LSU did beat Florida in the swamp last year. That was in the swamp. Yeah, that was in the swamp. Right. And uh, uh, what wasn't up? LSU Auburn the one where? Uh, Les Miles has him throw the touchdown in the back corner of the end zone with like one second no, left. I think that was Florida. That was Florida, right? Or was that Auburn? Uh, I know they both had a bunch. And it was, it was that LSU did the uh, fake field goal on Florida where he flipped oh, it behind his maybe head. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I mean, Les Miles just had had some fun with everyone yeah, back then. So. No, 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 with everyone. Yeah, with everyone, yeah. including the uh, the females on the look. <laughs> You know, it's last miles. All right. What, what do you want me to say? That guy liked to go out and have a good time. You know, <laughs> it, it's like Bill Burr's bit. Maybe he lived a little, a little too long. You know what I mean? Like on what was uh, Bill Burr's bit on the Clippers owner? What was his name? Sterling. Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling. <laughs> yeah. It's like, maybe you just live a little too long and all of a sudden, you know, the world's coming for you. You know, <laughs> you, you used to be a hippie and now you're a, uh... <laughs> Too conservative for this world. Bringing it back to LSU, I think part of that same bit was the guy in Duck Dynasty, who I think is from Louisiana, and bit, and Burr was saying like, "What do you expect? Like, you know, you know, <laughs> progressive ideas be coming out of this old dude from from the from you know from LSU?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. I had a clip. We all watched play, uh, right? season one of True Detective. I don't think that's. Uh, the kind of vibes <laughs> that are coming out of Louisiana. Right on. <laughs> All right. Pick two. It's on NC Nick here. Where are oh, you man, going? Once man? again, a lot of tough choices here. Uh, shall we stay in the sec and stay in the sec West and have Ole miss at Alabama lane Kiffin against his former employer, wow. Nick Saban and his old school. Look, this game last year was a lot of fun. This was, I mean, this was an arena football game. This it was, was a track meet last year. Bama won yeah. 63, 48. The game was tied in the fourth quarter, 42, 42 Ole miss. Other than Elijah Moore getting drafted, the receiver, they pretty much returned everybody on offense. Uh, the biggest question is the defense. They had oh, the, the, the 130th ranked defense or actually because I think UMass, UConn, and one other team didn't play Old Dominion, they were the 127th ranked defense in the nation last yeah, year. Yeah, but they might be they might just be able to outscore Alabama this year like they weren't last year because we know Bama lost half their team to the NFL. That's true, but it is in Tuscaloosa. True, I don't know. I don't true. know that I agree with this being the second pick, but Patty C, what do you think? What do you make of this game? Well, a couple years back, uh, who was it? Was it Freeze that beat uh, Alabama back to back years? One of them was in uh, uh, Tuscaloosa. One was in uh, where the uh, Oxford, the fuck yeah. Oxford, yeah, yeah with uh, Kelly, Oxford. Um, yeah, and both times uh, there was a golden horseshoe up Ole Miss's ass. Although one of them more so than the other. Either way, uh, I don't know that Ole Miss is any luckier at home or more likely to succeed at home against Alabama than they are on the road. I think you either have a horseshoe up your ass against Alabama or you don't. And that's pretty much the only way they get beaten, at least by other SEC teams. So um, I think Ole Miss has the offense, and I, I, clearly they were able to keep it close last year. Whether um, Levy and uh, Homeboy have another trick up their sleeve to get it closer. Who knows? But I think uh, I, I agree with you a little bit, Colby. I don't know if I'd rank it this high just because I expect Alabama to slap him around a little bit. 
Yeah, I, I just I don't know. Well, look, let's say look, Alabama is not as good as last year. Yeah, Ole Miss should be better than last year. Okay, it was a great game Fair last enough. year. Fair enough, but how? If you're gonna do that, you're gonna leave. There's there's a bunch out there. Right I know now. there is. It was tough. See now, I, I I think everyone here would say, hey, you got to take Michigan, Wisconsin, but Wisconsin's kind of whooped their ass lately. So yeah, I'm gonna take it to Manhattan, Kansas, where Chris <laughs> Kleiman he loves Kansas State. Chris Kleiman <laughs> is undefeated yeah. against Lincoln Riley. Two and zero, oh, Nick. Two and zero. Oh. They won in Manhattan. They won in Norman. They're going for three. They had twenty four players out there starting wide receivers at defensive back, and they still win in Norman. How is this one not higher? Come on, guys. This is better than Ole Miss Bama. I had this at ten. Really? <laughs> these, but but these games have been good. Yes, I mean, yeah, they have been. You know, but I expect that Ole Miss Alabama game to be good as well. And look, Oklahoma Kansas State. Yeah, look, it's a it's, it's an interesting game. Top ten for me, but it's not on that top. Three Ole Miss, level. Ole Miss and Bama. Yes, what Alabama. Have you heard of them? They've won a few championships yes, last couple of years. Is still one of the most winningest programs in that college football history. They've been in the playoffs recently, and you got K State, who's been better than Ole Miss over the past thirty years. But I think Oklahoma is going to be much better than last year. And look, last year this was. Uh, I think Kansas State's going to be much better than last year. But I think I think Oklahoma is going to win this game by double digits. You, finally, you're gonna <laughs> well, if you look at last year, it was, it was week two. It was Spencer Rattler's really his first career game because week one, they played Missouri state, which is Dude, no more. Than I don't want to hear shit. Kansas state had 25 players out. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is that last year, Rattler, even though he threw for three eighty seven or four touchdowns, he did throw three picks. He's going to be much improved this year. Oklahoma, they're going to be very dangerous this year. I think they go into Manhattan, Kansas. I think they win by double digits. What? So I think the old Miss Bama yeah, game is closer. Silly over here. Double digits. What makes look if Kleiman's two and zero against uh, against uh, Lincoln Riley? What makes you think, especially coming into Manhattan? If maybe in Norman, I would say, okay, I'll, I'll meet you. I'm high on I'm high on Oklahoma in that offense. I'm high on Spencer well, Rattler entering you, his you, second year as a starting quarterback. You do realize they had Jalen Hurts two years ago and they lost 48, 41. And even that score was deceiving because they had to get an onside kick to even get it to 48, 41. I don't recall that fact check, please. Yeah, I'm on it right now. Uh, Saturday, October 26, 2019. Yeah, so Oklahoma's so Oklahoma's due. Uh, Patty, hey, what do you here's think? what I'll say. I'll say uh, Rattler wasn't exactly chopped liver last year. I mean, the guy's coming into the season as the preseason Heisman favorite for a reason, you know, I mean, sure. Did he get a little better throughout last year, but it's not like his skills drastically improved. Maybe his poise a little bit, but look, I mean, Iowa state almost beat them in the big, big 12 championship game. Spencer Rattler wasn't unbeatable last year. And I don't think that that trend is going to, I don't think he's automatically going to become, you know, Mr. Unbeatable in year two. Uh, Will there be an improvement? Uh, Probably. But can I add in this, the, this is a classic look ahead spot because the red river shootout the next weekend. Ooh. Fair point. <laughs> Fair point <laughs> is Kansas state. Unlike uh, Ole Miss, I think Kansas state does have like a significant home field advantage. Not that that, I mean, that game is in Tuscaloosa, but I get what Nick's saying. There's like a certain entertainment quality with um, Kiffin versus Saban. And yes. given that Kiffin's offense might be able to give Saban a run for his money, especially if Ole Miss is better and Alabama is worse, then you might really have an upset on your hands. That's really fun. Whereas 
the the thrill you get out of uh, Kansas State beating Oklahoma isn't quite the same. So uh, I understand. I, I completely maybe disagree. It may come down to the fact. Disagree. It may come down to the fact that Colby probably watches more Big Twelve football than me. I love how K State always fucks with them. Even back to the Bill Snyder days. Remember the Big Twelve championship? They have always. Look, Iowa State's come on recently to been a team that fucks with Oklahoma. K State, I feel like over the past thirty years has been that team to fuck with Oklahoma. I'm sure there's been some lopsided games over the past thirty years, and this one. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. not saying it's gonna when, be a blowout. When Ron I'm just Prince saying, became coach after. Right, right. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm not calling for a blowout here. I'm just saying Oklahoma wins like I don't know, thirty-eight, twenty. But don't act like two years ago, Ole Miss wasn't getting throttled by Alabama. Yeah, I think you're Kitten out of your there. mind if you think Oklahoma is gonna seriously handle Kansas State. I said double digits. I'm saying like a 10, 14 point win. <laughs> he's, <laughs> it, it, I don't know. I, I think he's he's thinking now. He's like, okay. Oh, well, I'm not Texas game. I'm the not Texas game. I said that was a fair point, but I still think Oklahoma wins. I said double digits. Well, I didn't say they're gonna win fifty hey, to t- three. 2019 Old Miss Alabama was fifty nine to thirty one. That, that was that was pre Lane Kiffin. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> No, my point is that K State, his like Ole Miss doesn't really. I mean, yes, they had the two years. Last year they played them somewhat close. Still lost. By I would 14. say forty-two, forty-two. But K State actually close. wins these games. <laughs> I don't know. You guys are fools. You're all fucking idiots. I'm about even on both of these. I, I, I see where both of you guys are coming from. So I, I don't mind them being close. They're kind of interchangeable as far as I'm concerned. Look, I guarantee you Ole Miss K state will win and Ole Miss will go. They'll give up a 70 spot and then they'll uh, Lane Kiffin will be sounding like this coaching. Our, we're all, our coaching did a horrible job. The players did a horrible job. We got our ass kicked in that second half. It's <laughs> oh, Jim Moore senior huh? classic, man. Shout out to Jim. The more a family, Jim Moore, junior friend of the program. Um, all right. So uh, Nick or no, Patty C is on you with the fourth pick we in the know, draft. We know where he's going. Oh, of course, you know where I'm going. Uh, it's a short little trip for the Bearcats of Cincinnati <laughs> up the road to South Bend, Indiana, in what might be the grounds for the first invitation from a group of five team into the quote quote playoff, aka the invitational. And you know. This is clearly the biggest game on Cincinnati's schedule. A lot will depend on where the AP has them ranked in the preseason, obviously. Um, Then again, once the uh, bullshit uh, playoff committee releases their rankings, they're liable to rank them about 15 spots lower, (laughs) just like they did to BYU this past year against uh, versus the AP's ranking uh, for no apparent reason. So, but if the AP has Cincinnati ranked in the top 10, which they should, despite ESPN having them ranked somewhere in like the twenties preseason, which doesn't make any sense, then Cincinnati would be climbing in the AP. And I I don't think the the committee has the gall to, uh, and I think this is prior to the committee's uh, release of their playoff rankings. So if Cincinnati were to win this game and remain undefeated, they'd probably be in the top five at this point. I don't think the committee has the gall to drop them out of like the top 15. And if they're in that, that top 15 at the, by week five in the season, then there's a chance that they can climb their way up into the playoff picture. So this is a huge game. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I, I love it. And I think the thing you got to hit on though, that could make this a, a tough spot here is Marcus Freeman, the defensive coordinator of Notre Dame was just, just the defensive coordinator at Cincinnati. What f- fucking six months ago, that could yeah. be a tough spot for Cincinnati to go up against that defense when 
or since so he knows the weaknesses of that offense. Sure. So uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do love the matchup. So, so good point. Let me get this though. Cincinnati has a bye week coming into this. If you recall the fighting Irish game, but before this week uh, it was uh, against Wisconsin and mm. going into that game, Wisconsin had a bye. Yeah. So somehow Notre Dame's really getting the short end of the stick here, oh, facing about, two top-notch opponents. Time. <laughs> two top-notch. Yeah. Hey, they always schedule pretty tough. They do, they do, but they should just join the conference. We're not talking um, about SEC school yeah. here. So yeah. yeah, hey, great matchup. I'm. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to winning, and I'm I'm really rooting for the Bearcats here for an upset. Me too. I I do like this game, and I actually think this is this is probably where it deserves to be. I had rank number three. All right, fair enough. I had rank number three actually too. So, um. All right, uh, Nick, it is on you with the fifth pick in the draft. I will go to that game. You mentioned earlier that huge big 10 matchup, Wisconsin, uh, at home versus Michigan. Yes. Wisconsin won in the big house last year, 49 to 11. You mentioned they blew them out recently. Uh, there no, you go. No, no, no. But you look at the year before that. It's even worse. Remember there was that meme of the, uh, the Michigan player who's Crying. sitting there watching where the whole crowd is jumping up and down <laughs> for Wisconsin. Do you remember that? I do. That was great. Hold yeah. on, I'm pulling it up right now, but uh, uh, yeah, it seems like Wisconsin's really had, and we, we were talking about this on Sunday with Patty C here. Uh, uh, Michigan's had like 17 players, I think 16 or 17 players drafted the past two years. You would not know it by their, by their on-field performance. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, but even with Michigan struggles last year, there is a chance they're four and coming into this game. It's really, you know, they have three fairly easy opponents with uh, a couple of Mac schools, Rutgers, the big one against Washington. Uh, but there's a chance Michigan's four and And if so, it just makes for a, just a huge early regular season game. Uh, 2019 Wisconsin won 35, 14. They were up 35, nothing. Wow. There you go. So, uh, <laughs> they got some <laughs> demons to exercise. Apparently. I mean, they, they really, uh, but I agree. I think this is where that game needs to be placed. I, 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 st- I just refuse to believe there's going to be three blowouts in a row in this in this game. If so, it might be Harbaugh's ass. <laughs> yeah, it really, it might, it might just be that. Uh, well, uh, McNamara Harbaugh has given McNamara some high praise uh, in camp here in spring. All four of those games at the start of Michigan's schedule, like you said, three of them pretty manageable, and they're hosting Washington. They're hosting all four of those games. This will be Michigan's first road trip of the season in fucking October, which is ridiculous. But uh, Wisconsin, at the same time, has Penn State and Notre Dame on the schedule prior to this, and a, and a chippy. Eastern Michigan team. So they'll either be battle tested or they'll be worn out. But uh, I assume if Wisconsin's able to win those games, um, which again, they, ha- they don't have to go on the road and t- at this point in the season either, either then uh, maybe Wisconsin will be like a top 10 team. And this could be a huge win for Michigan if they're able to get it done. So yeah, this I, should have some fireworks. No, I, I really, I, I really believe this year's matchup will be a lot closer. Um, so I'm excited to watch this one and I'm really excited the big 10 is kind of wide open to me. I think Ohio state's got some pieces. They got to figure out yes, you would still favor Ohio state, but I think it's more open than the sec is Bama just reloads. Uh, I know Ohio state does that too, but I, I just feel well, like we haven't seen Ohio state with like the uncertainty at quarterback coming into the season that they have this year. And I think a long time. So who knows? Like, I mean, it's, it's for all accounts, like a really close race at this point for the uh, out of three dudes, no one knows who's going to win it yet. So yeah. everybody, maybe expects, if you have three quarterbacks, you have none. Yeah. Yeah. 
everybody you know expects the Buckeyes to reload like Alabama does. And I mean, they certainly have enough talent on the roster to do so, but there's no guarantee. They just come out of the gates, you know, firing on all cylinders, playing the, their usual brain of football with the, with that new quarterback. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Um, all right, guys, I want to tell you that the college experience way too early week five previews brought to you by WinBet. Yes. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you'll receive a special offer up to a $500 risk-free sports bet. Yes. A $500 bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. All right, Patty C it's my pick actually. No, no, no. It's my pick here. I almost fucked this up. Um, <sighs> actually, you know what, man? And if we're going to bring up great games last year, this, well, there's two on here that were fantastic last year that we haven't picked. And I would argue that they were probably better than even OK, Oklahoma K state and Ole Miss Bama. And not clearly Auburn LSU. Wait, that was is a it your pick or is it Nick's pick? No, it's Nick's. It's no, my, it is it's my your pick. pick. Yeah. It is your yeah. pick. My, I, my I just took Michigan, yeah. Wisconsin. I think, I think I know where you're going with this big yeah. 10. Um, uh, yeah, I am going with the big 10. I'm going to go with Indiana at Penn state. Yep. Um, this game last year was fucking bananas. This was a, what I, you can make the case that Penn state won this game overtime. <laughs> that, I mean, I two think point that, conversion. I think, I think you can't overturn that call when it's called on the field, but I mean, this was a cra- This was a, one of the better, if, if I had to list five good games from a season ago, which last year was crazy because yeah. you didn't get that many games, right? Uh, Especially being the first week where big 10 was back. Yeah. It was this TCU. Texas was great last year. Um, Coastal Carolina. BYU was great last year, right? Those ones really come to mind as some of the better college football games we saw. I think Notre Dame Clemson sure. uh, in South Bend was right. really good too. Right. Um, but yeah, Indiana at Penn State. Like I'm I'm the I'll be the first to tell you I'm not buying into this Indiana thing, but at the same time, I don't know that I'm buying into Penn State. So this one should be another classic. I mean, the, like I, I think Tom Allen's doing a great job at Indiana. I really do. Right. But I just don't I didn't believe last year that they deserved to be where they were. I thought they were propping them up there to make Ohio State's schedule look better. Uh Oh, black helicopters are yes. uh, circling. <laughs> and well, they clearly, I think, uh, what's our, what's the guy's name? Uh, that does SEC network. He's, uh, Oh man. Fine Tra- Travis, uh, Oh, play Travis, play Travis brought go. out the point, brought up the point. If you looked at all the schedules, uh, of the teams that made the playoffs, Ohio state only played teams that produced three NFL players. First off, Clay Travis sounds like a country singer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, second, second off, off, he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally he'll make a decent point, but most of the time he's just yeah. a fucking but, buffoon. But, but my <laughs> but, point, my point is though is that Ohio State didn't play anyone like, like Indiana. I don't. I was so confused how they had Indiana ahead of Northwestern. I thought Northwestern's resume was better. I thought Northwestern's eye performance was better. Like I, I, I just I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like. They were saying, well, Indiana, no, they're, and it's like, they, okay, you beat Penn state on a controversial call and that Penn state team didn't have a winning record. No, no, they didn't. So I don't yeah. understand where that was coming from. Whereas Northwestern looked the more of the part North, North Northwestern really destroyed some teams. Fair yeah. points. I agree with all that. Uh, but you know, going back to this game here, I did, you know, we were all just mentioning maybe the Buckeyes aren't quite the same Buckeyes this year. And if so, then this is a big game in the big 10 East. Cause I, I mean, these I, two schools are yeah. right up there. If, if Ohio state isn't, I mean, 
I do think Indiana's getting better. I just don't yeah. think they were tops. Like they had them ranked yeah. like number seven or something. Right. I'm like what? Right. Um, Dude, maybe after last year, any like conspiracy theory has to be taken with like some seriousness because yeah. everyone was like dirty last yeah. year. Basically. No, you really saw the blo- the curtain was pulled back on college football and you saw how disgusting the games were like, <laughs> how to, like, look, and I love college football, but we saw how disgusting it got. But with teams that were just, they, they would, they just refused to put teams, certain teams play certain teams were like 12 and 0 and other teams like four and 0 and they're putting the team that's four and 0 above the team that's 12 and 0. Yeah. <laughs> certain teams like Ohio state. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you, I mean, you can call them out, <laughs> but no, not only them, it was like, uh, there was a, just so much wrong with the, with, yeah. with their ranking system. Right. That, uh, right. It really just, I believe every black helicopter. It was kind of like anything goes last year, this yeah. year it should be, I mean, Granted, it's still going to be kind of crooked, but it should be at least under yes. the under the guise of you know a normal season. <laughs> yeah, it'll be much Everyone easier. Everyone play the yeah. same amount of yeah. games at least. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah, uh, not hide wood. behind that. Um, okay, so Patty C is back on you. Pick number three for you. Third round here. We gotta we gotta start jamming these ones right. out. Let's rock and roll. I'll make this one quick. This one has personal. Uh, implications for me. It has the evening all to itself and it's your classic Thursday night, uh, ACC matchup. I don't know if Nick's talking shit over there or what? No, Uh, he's taking my ECU chant and he's turned it into the ACC. I'm I'm an ACC guy, brother. Go ahead, man. Okay. You're backing up. Uh, You were cutting out over there. So I couldn't hear all I heard was a bunch of sputtering and I figured you were talking shit, but anyway, thank you for the support. Yes. Virginia going to Miami, both of these teams, I would anticipate being three and one and in the ACC coastal very much alive. Uh, in fact, this will be Miami's first ACC game after a pretty damn tough uh, preseason or pre regular season slate here. They go Bama app state, Michigan state, and uh, CCSU Central Connecticut State. I'll help you out. Central Connecticut. Yeah, there you go. I was wondering who the fuck that was. So you're gonna Um, you're gonna take us to South Beach. What's up, babes? Pack up your rape culture and take a hike. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's plenty of that in South Beach, that's for sure. But look, UVA should be three and one, assuming they take a loss in Chapel Hill. But other than that, all those games are winnable, and Miami could very well be three and one too. This game has coastal implications. Uh, and, and for some reason, as you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm not just much like I'm like the Indiana thing. I'm not buying the, the, the Miami nonsense, but I will say Mendenhall, I feel like plays them decently. Well, you go back, you look at uh, what three years ago, they beat my, uh, Miami 16, 13, uh, in, in 2020, they did lose it, but it was a very close game. I feel like Virginia doesn't have nearly the athletes that Miami does, but they, they make this thing a, a dog fight. So I, I do like the 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 draft of this game because I think it could be could be a barn burner here. And whoever comes out of it is in pretty good position for the uh, ACC race. And and also I'm uh, contractually ob- obligated to say Brennan Armstrong is going to be a very good quarterback for UVA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, that guy's gonna he's a Heisman candidate according to <laughs> NC Nick, so it makes a lot of sense. Future first round draft pick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> American son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, no, but I really think this is a, look, and I normally bash you guys with the ACC play here. It's a Thursday night game. They got they got it's the only Thursday night game going on. I like this matchup. I think this is Patty C. He he picked a winner. A he, compliment for the ACC. I don't he hear picked, that coming out of picked, Colby's he mouth. He picked too often. a winner, but I, I appreciate I, it. I will say that I thought 
maybe one spot back. I had a couple in front. Maybe one spot back. I'm curious to see where you go, Nick, because there's one that I talked about last year. That was a great fucking game, but I'm curious where you go here, Nick. I could take you back to the AC. I'm sorry. The sec. I could take you out West. Let's go out West. Let's go to my, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm calling them my UCLA Bruins this year because I've been high on them in the preseason. Uh, apparently I'm a chip Kelly and a UCLA fan. Now I'm not sure how that happened, uh, but I guess I have to roll with it. Um, uh, look, they're on their way to the national championship. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Know. All right. Look, I, I, I think I saw one of your paper, your paper head cutouts on the UCLA basketball court. You know what I mean? Well, the cheerleaders are pretty amazing. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Trust me. That's tempting. The Bruins won in Tempe last year, 25, 18 in a nice game. Uh, this one should be tight again. Big game in the Pac-12 South race. I, you know, I I laid out my case for UCLA having a potentially special year this year. If so, they need to take care of business at home against Arizona State. This should be a good one here. Well, why is why, you know why this game is? It's to me, it gets back to the 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 problem that we have in college football is so many conferences are predictable. Right. Well, this conference, especially this division. Right is not is I, you could make a case for every team except Arizona probably winning this. Yeah. You say, Oh, well, Colorado looked like the best. They were incredibly young. They had a coach. Didn't have spring ball. Didn't have, didn't recruit his players. Oh, well, USC has got the most talent. Well, UCLA came on late. Looked like they were probably the better team than, than USC. And then you have Arizona state that played three games guys. They only played three fucking games. They had major COVID problems. So, uh, and they, they, you could make the case. They have the most talented quarterback in the whole conference. If I was to pick a school that would, that would have major COVID problems, I'd probably pick Arizona yeah. State. Yeah, we went there. You uh, know, yeah, we, we've been the Tempe. I could see major COVID <laughs> problems. Is the disease that least uh, affects? Yeah, I was about the to say I could see ma- major herpes problems too. But uh, uh, but also Ute, the Utah Utes. I mean, the, the Pac-12 South. Yeah, I think is coming into this season. Well, but really, the Pac-12 South and the Pac-12 North. Yeah, are very compelling. Right to me. Um, I mean, we're hoping that Ohio State is off a little bit. So you can see some, some, you know, some parody in, in the big 10, but sec, I think it's going to go chalk. ACC is going to go chalk. Yeah. Uh, big 12 mate. We're hoping for Iowa state. A little bit, maybe. We're hoping for Iowa state. Nick thinks, uh, you know, Oklahoma's about to win another Oklahoma, UCLA national championship for Nick. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, I, but I, I do like this game a lot. I think this game is very compelling. I think it could be, you know, this could be your, essentially your pack. 12 South championship game here. You're a little bit higher on Arizona on Arizona state than I am. Uh, I, they're going to be good this year. They're going to go to bowl. Well, they've been recruiting good. Yeah. And if you look at last year, even that USC game, Patty C will tell you this, that yeah. they beat USC. Yeah. USC ended up winners on the scoreboard, right? Two onside kicks in the final two minutes, a deflected touchdown pass. That was, that was that stretch of games, like two or three games in a row where USC pulled it yeah. out of their ass. Yeah. Right. And it was like, yeah. they, they threw it on a fourth down and 10. The ball gets deflected. It looks like it's going to be an interception. They, they, they get a touchdown. Like Arizona state was better than their record indicated. Sure. And considering how many players are out with COVID. Right. Um, I, I and, and been, that game was in LA Yeah, and they won by one after all of that. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Arizona state was a better team. Everyone fucking knows that there USC fans know that Arizona state was better than them that day. Um, but I, that's why I am bullish and, and they've been recruiting a lot better lately. Yeah. So got the quarterback coming back. Yeah. He's a nice player. Herm's doing a good job. Yeah. Uh, so, Big so Herm. Nick's play Arizona state at UCLA. That was not actually what I had penciled in there. I touched on this before guys. I'm going to take you back to the big 12 Texas at TCU. 
one of the more compelling stats here. I told you this guy loves the Big Twelve. Is Gary Patterson <laughs> fucks up the Texas Longhorns? I want to say his record's like eight and three in the in the last eleven against. I think since joining the Big Twelve, actually, since joining the Big Twelve, I think he's like seven or eight and three. And even the the three losses were f- like this dude fucks up it, Texas. And as a guy that happens to know a little thing or two about TCU because of uh, some friendly connections I have there, apparently Gary Patterson <laughs> despises the University of Texas. So he goes out <laughs> of his way, like it is the game, it is the the week you don't fuck with Gary Patterson. I'll, I'll put it like that. Apparently, like the players, uh, like he's more dialed in, and clearly it shows up with their record. Uh, they seven. Beat- not TCU. Seven of the last nine. Texas. Wow. Gary wow. Patterson. Yeah, including yeah. A, a barn burner last year in Austin, 33-31. And I'm telling you, man, I like I I'm I have s- sources, I can't name who, that tell me Did you plow a, uh, yeah, a cheerleader? A cheerleader? <laughs> She's like, Gary normally plows me this week, but he's so <laughs> occupied. <laughs> uh, no, no, but uh, honestly, like, like apparently, like he has he has it out for University of Texas, so he just destroys them every t- every time. So th- this is well, knowing that he hates them that much, this is must watch TV for me. This I love it when, if anything, what I think mi- we're missing in today's sports is good old fashioned rivalries where coaches Hatred. truly hate. Yes, yes. You know that NBA bullshit where yeah. we're all like hugging each other and dapping yeah, let's, people let's, up and everything. Let, hey, you're the MVP of the East. I'm the MVP. I'm the best player on the West. Let's we'll be teammates next year. No, I like this. I like classic Knicks heat, classic bulls, pistons, classic, you know, whatever buddy, Ryan Redskins, against Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just great. Fuck you. I'm going to beat you on the field. And this is why Texas at TCU is my play. What's your guys thoughts? Should be a great one, man. Yeah. I, I mentioned the, the you you're going to give the big 12 some love here. Nick? I had it ranked 11 right behind Oklahoma K state. You had Miami and Virginia ahead of that. Yes. You fucking ACC clown. Yes. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> what has Virginia ever the done? Main, TCU almost won. Uh, they would have been in the playoffs. The like, main reason is Thursday night prime time okay. by itself. Okay. If, if if that game was on Saturday, then I would have had Texas TCU ranked above. All right. Well, Herman Moore is not walking through that door. <laughs> all right. Uh, like, but dude, I think. Uh, go ahead. The Pat game's Moore. in Fort Worth. Yeah. Make it eight out of ten for Patterson, especially with Duggan coming back. Oh, and yeah. they got that five-star uh, running, running back. back. Yeah, I Lock agree, man. I agree. Give me TCU in the upset there. All right, Patty C. It's back to you. Uh, round tenth pick of the draft here. Fire the laser. Fire the mfing laser. Give me. Let's just scoot on down the list. I would say Oregon at Stanford. You know. I see. Uh, see, you might have something a little higher there, but <laughs> I'm a West Coast guy now. I have made the transition. <laughs> I've been out here for a long time. I, you know, I can appreciate some West Coast. I football. can see you being friends with a bunch of Stanford guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had nothing against, and I have nothing against Stanford, but I think Colby really. Uh, has a disliking for Stanford people for some, <laughs> it's like, you, they're little they like snobby like, little bitches, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think I tend to agree with Colby. Yeah. Wait, wait, can we, we need to play that press clip from uh, what what's the old ECU coach in the nineties. Um, he, he talks about he, how they're playing Stanford in a bowl game. Right. And, and uh, he gets up and speaks on behalf of the, the bowl game. He's like, yeah, the, it's, I get it. Stanford's got a good offense. Uh, 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 and, Mike. Um, 
and, and no, Steve, Steve Logan, Steve Logan. Yes. So he's, he's, he's at a luncheon. There are two bowl games here. There are two bowl teams. <laughs> They're playing each other, East Carolina and Stanford. And he's about to go. He's written this like small little speech about how, Hey, Stanford's got a powerful offense, powerful defense, stuff like that. And he's expecting to go up and they call up uh, Stanford's uh, coach first. And he brings out Condoleezza rice. Who was at the time, I believe the president of the school and they start going through how they have oil rig. Oh no. They, he starts talking about how we're such a prestigious school. We have oil rigs in Alaska. One named Condoleezza, one named rice. Right. <laughs> what does that mean? And, 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 and he's just like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm supposed, are we supposed to be talking about football? We're talking about oil rigs in fucking Alaska. <laughs> right. So then he gets pissed off and he goes up there and starts talking about a tractor, right. In, in, in Greenville, North Carolina or something. It's fucking great. I got to find that clip. Uh, Steve, Steve Logan. God bless a, Steve yeah, Logan. He was man. a man. He's a fucking great great personality and good football coach too, man. Should get another guy. You guys got to get him on the pod. Yeah, we got to get he him is on entertaining. the pod. Dude, but I, I've hated Stanford since then. It's like, they're supposed to be talking about football. They're talking about oil rig. I, I mean, I never oil really, rigs. Yeah. That's surprising. What Stanford? Yeah. They have like, isn't com- that ironic? Like computer too? chips. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they anti oil drilling in fucking Alaska too? It was the night. <laughs> it was the night. It was the night. It, yeah. it was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, well, <laughs> so, so here we are, Nick, Oregon at Stanford, Oregon won 35, 14 in Eugene last year. It'll be tougher in Palo Alto. Um, Oregon could be, uh, they, they should be four and one coming into this game, assuming they what, lose at Ohio state. Yeah. Okay. What? Give me the other games. Huh? What's the, what's, what's their schedule? Rattle it off. Right I there. don't have it in front of me. Oh, okay. All I know is I think they I was... get Fresno, uh, out the gates. They get Stony Brook coming from the East. I don't know who the other PAC 12 game is though. I think it's, they get, they host Fresno. They go to Columbus and then they host Stony Brook and they host Arizona. Yeah. So they oh, should yeah. be three. And yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a chance of the beat Ohio state. They're undefeated. And then, and then obviously this game, you know, ratchets is up in, you know, importance. So, uh, I had a different PAC 12 game ranked higher, which maybe we'll get to in the PAC 12 South, but you know, Hey, good quality game here. No, uh, no, no major complaints uh, from me. It's actually been a decently good rivalry over the past, I'd say 12 since Harbaugh came to Stanford. Really? They've been some wild ones. There's been some wild ones in this game. I will say that another fun thing about this rivalry is they both have really like established identities, you know, that are kind of in contrast with each other, not only from a playing style standpoint, but also from like a, a persona standpoint. And so even if, you know, they aren't uh, successful at this point in the year, just the, the fuck you factor of like the, like you said, the academic kind of rich snobs versus like the Nike, like at cool as shit, Supreme, whatever kind of style. Um, <laughs> whoever wins this has a hey, little, when you like, had that burrito, look, look when, down when you had that burrito on the sideline of JMU, did you say, can you make it Supreme? <laughs> like you just told me <laughs> Supreme. Supreme. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think it's a solid game. I yeah. just wonder if Stanford is, can keep up, uh, I feel like that program has been trending the wrong direct, the wrong way. Yeah. Lately. A little bit, a yeah. little bit. So we'll see. Um, but okay. It's my pick. I'm going to pick uh, a fucking good hold, game. Hold on. I think it's my pick. Oh no, it is your pick. You're right. Damn hold it. your horses, Damn buddy. <laughs> uh, so I mentioned that other pack 12 game, but I actually have one game even higher than that. Let me take you back to the sec. It's not the ACC. I'm relieved. Let me get you a little Mississippi state at Texas A&M. 
this should be a ball game because I think Mississippi State's going to be much better this year. But it was, dude. It was kind of a ball game last year if KJ Costello wouldn't throw a pick six. Every yeah, play. that didn't that didn't help things. A and M won twenty eight fourteen in Starkville last year. I believe we had a side bet on a bottle of bourbon <laughs> that I that I haven't collected well, well, yet. Look, I'm here. I'm here. We're uh, tomorrow. We're going up <laughs> to the mountains. All right. Colby last year mentioned Miss how 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 you know Mississippi State had a really strong rush defense and granted they did I said Isaiah Spiller would still crack a hundred mm. he did and uh, this game has could be another good one this year um, I say Spiller goes for a hundred again if you want to double down I'm in I will double down <laughs> go fuck yourself all right Kellen Mond's gone they're gonna channel it on that run game because you know Mond's a golden boy third round draft pick all right <laughs> even though I don't understand why but hey. I, I say the passing attack probably improves no, I, with him I, I gone. I would bet that. I would bet that too. I would bet that too. I have no idea who's the backup, but uh, we'll figure that out soon. Um, no, I like this game. I think it's a good game, and I think Leach in year two, like I said, uh, ESPN's what, what? What was that ranking, Patty? C? was it number? They had Mississippi State number eight. Yes, yeah, thereabouts. Yeah, uh, figuring that that offense, you know, Will Rogers played in the air raid in high school. He got that. He got, you know, four or five games. and Mississippi state really towards the end of that schedule. I know it was brutal when they had KJ Costello. I know it was brutal. Uh, just couldn't get anything going offensively, but towards the end there, they played a close one with Georgia played a close one with Ole miss. And then they beat Tulsa in the bowl game without, they didn't have saving Collins. All right. First round draft pick, but Mississippi well, state this, and, a, and a great fight afterwards, by the way, thank you. Coach Lee. That's right. That, I, that I remember was one that of the now. best fights. Yeah, it's good, dude. Did you see the uh, the the Capitals and and Rangers start the start the the game tonight? Oh, that was hockey? good. I saw that uh, clip you put up. Isn't it great to see just a fight? <laughs> Can we please get some more of that in in sports? When's the last time we saw a fight in like in real life? It's been a long time for me. I live like a block from Main Street, so I mean, uh, okay. <laughs> I live in the cushy you know, suburbs. <laughs> Doesn't it's, happen up it's, here. It's still been a while because of COVID. <laughs> True, but uh, no, actually, I think I was walking my dog. I think I was telling Patty see this. I, uh, maybe like six months ago, I was walking my dog and I live right by the Venice boardwalk, Venice beach boardwalk, where there's like a thousand homeless people and crazy, just craziness. And I, I want to say, I saw someone throw a can of be- like a plate of beans in someone's face, right? And then, <laughs> <laughs> like a homeless person. Was he hungry? <laughs> was it a bean? I think it was beans. I, I want to say so. Like, and then you they told other, me that story. It was right on the Venice Boardwalk. Yeah, and then said, the other, right? and then the the guy ran after him. Was like, you fucking bastard! And, and then so they like got into it. He tackled him to the ground after he got a, like a, a face full of fucking beans. So this was a uh, really hilarious. <laughs> Same, I feel like yeah. <laughs> it's like a two. Yeah, how's a homeless fight though? Like, I feel like neither guy's in really good shape. <laughs> yeah, they weren't. I mean, and I don't even know if I, I moved along because my chuckle was over after the beans <laughs> to the face. Well, that's like an everyday thing for you anyway. It's well, like it is, big especially thing. dude, especially the Venice boardwalk has gotten so bad since COVID has happened. Have you seen yeah. what people are capable of on meth? I bet it was a fucking uh, UFC fight. Good point. <laughs> Fair point, Patty. Fair point. Uh, all right. It's my pick. Real quick. I want to say this. We are going to get a, uh, we're going to see what these predictive metrics, you know, have as far as how legitimate they are. And I know in the, in basketball, that's kind of uh, what the conversation is revolved around for seeding is, do you put it based on their record or do you put it based on these predictive metrics? Maybe you split the difference. Obviously the predictive metrics have Mississippi state really high above where everyone else thinks they are. So maybe with these pieces in place, 
we start to gain an appreciation for what these metrics really are. Cause I haven't seen much of that in football ever. You know, it's usually common knowledge tells you who's going to be good and who's going to be bad, but Mississippi state way ahead of where uh, most people think they will be as far as those metrics are yeah. concerned. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. It's very, very compelling. I agree. All right. Uh, I, you guys, you guys left this one out there. It's just sitting out there. You guys taking all this, uh, uh, at least that wasn't an ACC game. Cause I thought he was going to take Duke Carolina. I really thought when I saw Duke at Carolina going on here, I was like, Oh God, this is going to be an early pick. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to stay in the sec. Ooh, I'm going to take Sam Pittman's barbecue, right? Coming back to a little Athens, Georgia, where he was previously the offensive line coach. Look, Arkansas played Georgia tough last year. They played week one in Fayetteville. And if Felipe Franks doesn't throw a pick six to Eric Stokes, I believe it was, uh, this was a, a pretty much going to be a one score game. I mean, Arkansas was up at half. They won 37, 10 though. Uh, pick sixes. will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> Six at a time it was yeah. for a half, but, but, but you got it. But also Arkansas was breaking in a brand new coach, a brand new offensive coordinator. Uh, I, I think, look, I get it. Georgia, but Georgia just had a shit ton of players drafted. I know they reload, but the, what's been Georgia's MO over the years. They lose a game they shouldn't. They lost one at home to South Carolina a couple of years ago. I think Arkansas is going to be better than what people think, even though they have a ridiculous schedule. I don't know if you caught that episode. Oh, I, I'm, dude, I'm looking at it now, dude. The, the, it, the SEC deals them some death blows. We've talked about this on Sunday. Uh, it, every year, our, the SEC just says "fuck you, Arkansas, eat your shit sandwich." And Sam Pittman goes, "I love a shit sandwich, right?" Uh, <laughs> dude, you're telling like you know, don't you know? Might as well say it in case people didn't listen to the the, the previous pod. Yeah. Road games at Georgia. At LSU, at Alabama, at Ole Miss. No, no those are two back to back. They have two sets of back to back away games. Yeah, but guess they what? They have one that's three. Yeah, they have one that's three. Because look what's in front of that Georgia game. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't have them in, uh, it, no, in order. It's I just a have neutral them. site game at Texas or that's in right. Texas at Jerry's A&M. World. But that's not. A, right. That's not. A, is that neutral? If it's at. A, if it's in not Texas. Really. If it's in the home state not of really. the team that's playing. Not really. But it's then, not neutral. Also, home games versus Texas, Auburn, Mississippi <sighs> State, Missouri. <sighs> I, I the mean, top. And, and we talked about this. That we think Missouri's got a great shot to finish yeah. second in the SEC yes. East. The, so they might draw the top two seeds. Yes. From the SEC yes. East. Unfortunately. Meanwhile, Georgia here. Everything is breaking for them. That's true, but Reg- no- even regardless of what happens week one at Clemson, yeah, if they win, great. If they lose, it's still okay because really you're looking at it and they should be either undefeated or, or one loss coming into this game. They should, they should, they should beat Arkansas at they, home. They should, but 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 and then, and then what's left on their schedule? A trip to Auburn and the, the, the and battle game. with Florida. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, no, it's a very favorable schedule very. for Georgia, but Georgia might be the favorite to win the national championship this year. You know, when you think about that. But, but, uh, but they had well to they they're the favorite to win the SEC East and one, re- and really good chances to make the playoffs. But they could beat Bama because they were they played Bama close with Stetson Bennett. Yes, they didn't have they're undefeated with JT Daniels. This might be their year. This might be their year, but it also might be the year that Georgia does Georgia and they lose well, to someone we're not expecting. And Sam Pittman in Arkansas well gave them a run last year. Yeah. I, I like Pittman. I like what he's doing there. It's just, man, they're just such a brutal schedule. But tell me you wouldn't be shocked if this is 27, 21 in the fourth. No, I wouldn't be. 
I, I be. would be a little bit only because I don't know that. I think, like you said, Georgia's a lot better with JT Daniels. I think they just have so much more firepower at this point. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a, a physical battle, but I just think at the skill position players, Georgia's more talented, and I would assume that – I don't know, though, because uh, who, who's Arkansas's offensive coordinator? Georgia almost lost to Cincinnati. Is is Arkansas <laughs> – how far I, – I understand Cincinnati and Arkansas, I think, actually play next year, but um, – uh, how much better do you think Cincinnati is than, than Arkansas? A lot. Significantly, right? yeah, I agree. but I think Georgia was missing players. Yeah. I'll still say it. Cincinnati, Arkansas game might be a pretty entertaining game. It's going to happen next year, but yeah. oh, wait, when you said Georgia was missing players, but they started JT Daniels. Well, half the season they started Stetson Bennett and they were winning some of those games. So my, my right. point is like, maybe they were even better, even with those players out with JT Daniels, as opposed to earlier in That's the year. That's true. Yeah. That uh, is true. Um, anyway, I think it's it's somewhat of a compelling game there. I, I, I almost went with my boys, but I, I'm going to let you guys pick that. I one. thought that was coming up from you. I, think I thought I, I was going to go with my boys, but I think there's one last game. Then I think there's a drop off. Okay, games. but uh, I'm not up. I think Patty is. Patty C. All right. Well, let me take a look at it here to uh, you know see if we're on the same page. I actually. Um, don't completely agree with the uh, the order of this listing here. I'm going to say the next game that I'm most compelled by is USC at Colorado. Yeah, that's the one I almost took, but I didn't want to be too much of a homer. Same here. This was the two best teams in the Pac-12 South a season ago, uh, and I love the fact. I I only my, my only complaint is I wish it was further in the year. I wish it was at a colder point where they had to come up here. But I I, I do love you know I'm a bus fan. So and the last time USC came here, USC got the luckiest win ever. I mean, we were beating them the whole game and we collapsed late. Uh, so I'm looking forward to beating the Trojans in Boulder. Yeah, buddy. Loving How about the stretch of games for the Buffaloes here? So they open up with the easy one on uh, Northern Colorado and then they have A&M, Minnesota, Arizona State, USC. Yeah, it's brutal. A couple of those are at home or at least in, in Denver at mile high. But I feel like we've had Colorado like as a top 10 game, at least for me, ranked every week. And I guess looking at the schedule that that's why, cause they have a, a brutal stretch here. 11 power five teams. Yeah. They play 11 power five teams and, and normally they don't play an FCS. This is one of the years. And I think that's because they're, they had problems scheduling Colorado state. They were trying to, I think I'm not sure who's at fault there. They did work it out. It's going to happen again in I think two years. So good. Um, that happened in the past two weeks, by the way, I think that was, uh, saw or resolved. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is compelling matchup, but I mean, I'm, I just saw, I, I haven't had a chance to watch the Colorado spring game, but I saw Neuer played good. The coach wanted Neuer really? I mean, over Lewis, uh, but they also have this know. Tennessee, this Tennessee transfer played good too. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how, I don't know how, but I mean, not Guantanamo, uh, not Guantanamo Bay's at Wazoo. It's yeah. JT Shroud. He was a freshman at Tennessee uh, okay. last year. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Patty, see, what do you make of this one? Well, I think that, you know, in terms of obviously the PAC 12 South implications are going to be there regardless of what happens in the pre conference play portion of the schedule, um, which is for Colorado, the first, I guess for both of these teams, the first three games of the schedule, cause they play a nine game schedule. Actually uh, that's not true. USC gets into conference play week two. So either way though, USC will likely be four and oh, I guess they would be well, favored in each of the four games. I, it's not a guarantee. Yeah, I, I, a, I, I'm going to bet that they're not going to be four and oh there. Yeah. They might be 
three and one. They, what, they host what? a good San Jose state team. They host a decent Stanford team. They go to a tough place to play in Washington state, although they should be better or at least more talented than Washington state. And then they host Oregon state. I could see them being four and zero at this point. They're probably like four and zero. Yeah, I, I right. do think. I, I think they drop one of them, but that's a fair statement. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then Colorado at this point in the season will have hosted Colorado, uh, Northern Colorado. They should win that. Easy Ed, Ho- baby. What's that? Easy Ed McCaffrey, the head coach Easy of Northern Colorado. Ed, baby, that's right. That's right. They uh, get a quote neutral site game in Denver against A and M, which they would be a big win, you know, and the- then. They host Minnesota and then they have to go to Arizona state. You're right. This is a brutal start of the schedule for Colorado, but even if they can navigate it to a three and one record, this is a game with massive implications with them hosting USC with what might be again, the entire PAC 12 South is, uh, has a chance to compete for that, uh, spot in the championship game. But this one is definitely a major player in that outcome. Patty C tell me, tell me you're going to be this. Taking the buffs. Give me the buffs. Oh, there we go, baby. There we go. Nick, who are you taking this? Come on, man. Buffaloes. Hey, and and Katie Nixon, starting wide receiver of Colorado last year, transferred to USC. I'm just saying, I hope Wilbur Marshall gives him one of those. I, mean, I hope we have a player give him one of those Wilbur Marshall hits to uh what was that <laughs> quarterback for the Lions? Schmid? <laughs> yeah, no, not Schmid. Schmid's Sam Houston State. <laughs> it was uh oh. Eric Eric Hipple. Oh, just got okay. blasted like in every highlight in the eighties. It's just a quarterback, Eric Hipple, just <laughs> getting fucking KO'd. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for that. Is that bad? Is that bad? Patty C uh, that doesn't no. jive with no. 2021 buddy. Yeah. Well, fuck that. Nothing more American than that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so now it is on NC. Nick. Yeah. And you know what? There's a little bit of a drop off here. I mentioned it earlier. I think that was the last like Upper echelon game. Still some good games here, though. Let me take you to how about Friday night primetime? Oh, Houston at Tulsa. Big matchup in the American. Uh, COVID forced the cancellation of the game last year. Two teams very familiar with each other. Border states recruit a lot of the same players. Uh, you know, Houston has won, I think five of six, but I think Tulsa is the better team this year and they're at home. I expect a good game here and I expect Tulsa to win. This is a good game because I think Houston's getting better. Tulsa's got to figure out some things. They lost the like, Tulsa's crazy though. Cause last year they won a bunch of games. They had like three quarterbacks playing. Remember that hail Mary they had with their third string quarterback I do. after their first two got knocked out. This should be, I, I think this is a really interesting game. I, I was on the fence. I thought you might go BYU, Utah state though. No, the, the main reason why I didn't choose that is that I think it's, that's gonna be the late game Thursday, and I'm gonna be sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're looking okay, okay, but no, Houston Tulsa should be a dandy, and I wonder Tulsa loses Zayvon Collins. You wonder that effect uh, sure, first sure, round draft but, pick, but Houston also had a first rounder. And Tulsa, these guys re- Tulsa returns a lot. Yeah, you have that list up of uh, percentage of people returning, and and I I, I can do that in a yeah, second here. Okay. No, 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 but Tulsa. Uh, they should be given some credit here because everybody was calling for them to fire Philip Montgomery two years ago. He had a couple bad years in a row, right? But you can remember prior to that, he had, he had some, some, he had like a 10 win season. I think he even, it was, I don't know if he was the coach when they beat Notre Dame in, in, at Notre Dame, but he, uh, they, they should be rewarded for him having, I think three straight losing seasons and they kept 
Philip Montgomery. And then look what happened last year. They probably would have been playing for a, uh, for, for a championship game there, essentially. I mean, they were close to being undefeated last year. When you think about how that Oklahoma state game in Stillwater ended, you know, kind of on some bullshit. They, they scored a touchdown to take the lead late in the fourth quarter. It got called back and they turned the ball over the next play. Oklahoma state turns around and runs for like an 80 yard touchdown uh, makes it look a lot worse than it was 16 to seven final where, you know, everyone who was watching that game thought also was going to be winning it with two minutes left. Right. Um, aside from that won the rest of their regular season lost by three at Cincinnati in the American championship game after Cincinnati ducked them, um, yeah. in Tulsa and then uh, a two point loss to Mississippi state who had gotten better throughout the year in the bowl game. Right. But other and, than that, and, Tulsa and had an I, undefeated season. I got it here too. So they returned 10 starters on defense and all five offensive linemen. I love that. Oh, 81% of their team. I got it over here too. 81% of the golden hurricane coming back now, Houston on their other side of things. I want to see what they're bringing back. I know Holgerson's son, the back of quarterback announced he was transferring. Um, I'm just trying to, oh, find. is he, is he mad at daddy? <laughs> uh, well, he's a quarterback, you know? He, so yeah, to answer that question, yes, he is mad at daddy. Um, got a little Aaron Rodgers in him. How about this though? He, yeah, exactly. Uh, Houston bringing back 80% of their team. Clayton tune. I like Tulsa's brand of football better though. Tulsa's, you know, yeah. they're getting better on defense. They were nasty. Last I don't year trust Houston. I don't trust Houston under whole, uh, under Holgerson. I like Tulsa here. Tulsa played great defense last year. I, I definitely will. will mention that there. Um, all right. What's a stud linebacker of theirs get drafted. He was a first round pick by oh. the, not the Redskins, but it was, it was like a pick after it was, no before. I think, I think it was before the Redskins. The Cardinals pick. cliff Kings. Yeah, yeah. It was They're a like pick a, or two before yeah. uh, Washington and, and uh, uh, Houston's uh, linebacker. No D end got drafted by the saints in the first round. Strong All right, we got some first round talent between these teams. Well, uh, it um, is a good game. There you yeah, go. buddy. Good look, Gus Ferrat, your fucking dad. Gus Ferrat, Tulsa Hur- <laughs> Tulsa Golden Hurricane. All right. Um, nice. All right, it's about to be my pick here. But before it gets to my pick, I want to tell you we're brought to you by Roman. Yes, look, no one's perfect. Even Pick Dundee gets a game wrong occasionally. Even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. So. If you feel like you come up short in the bedroom, sometimes it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, just know that there's some options out there. All right. Uh, go to getroman.com/sgp right now. That's all I'll say. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. Li- uh, licensed healthcare professional. Yes, uh, we'll work with you to find the best treatment plan. If, if medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two day shipping. I mean, that's fantastic. Uh, the whole process is straightforward and discreet. They're not going to have everyone knowing your that your neighbor's going to pick up your mail and they're not even going to know it's you. It's going to say Jim fucking Wilson. And your name is Tom, you know, Osborne. And, and my, my point is I don't Tom Osborne's probably using this. He's that old. He's probably <laughs> hey. using this. Uh, Tom Osborne doesn't need this shit. <laughs> got a fucking hard dick at 103 years old. Tom Osborne will have a hard dick in his grave. Let's be honest. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, Tom Osborne though, let, trust me, his son probably uses this. All right. So <laughs> getting started, getting started is very simple. Patty C, right? Just go to getroman.com slash SGP and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. 
Complete an online visit today to connect to a doctor and take care of your ED. Go to getroman.com slash SGP now to get $15 off your first month. All right, guys, we're in the thick of this. Let's start rattling these things off. We're going to keep NC Nick up for fucking 12 hours here. I love it. Uh, <sighs> it's on my pick here. And look, I got to go to a game. Um, mm. I'm going to take you speaking of Tom Osborne, Northwestern travels Northwestern t- winners of the big 10 West two of the past three years travels to Lincoln, Nebraska, where guys Pat, me and Patty C already talked about this. I watched that spring game for Nebraska. I'm buying in this year. I think Nebraska is going to be pretty good. This is a snooze fest, man. This was not on my list. This is a big 10 snooze fest. What do you mean? I'll pass. <laughs> This is way better. How than- boring it can you get? Northwestern Nebraska. Wait, what's why do you hate Northwestern so much? They play boring football. I, I think it's highly entertaining football. <laughs> what was the last time? Get two, get what was Nick. the score of the last time these two played? Was it like like nine to seven or nine to six like that that's, Michigan State Nebraska game well, was? Or uh, that to me that's beautiful. In this day and age, <laughs> in this day and age, when every de- like every team is playing putting up fifty fucking points. Give me a nine to six all day. There's a lot of good games left, and this isn't one of them. Really? You don't think this is a good game? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not watching. I can't wait to prove you wrong in this one. I'm not saying it won't be close, uh, because I think I think Duke and Northwestern will, will be close. <laughs> <laughs> close doesn't necessarily mean entertaining. Just won the, dude, they've won the Big Ten West last year. Yeah, and the year before that, they were like three and nine. But the year before that, they won the Big Ten West. <laughs> so this year, they're down, they're going to be down again. <laughs> I understand why Northwestern would be part of this. Uh, what makes this game attractive? I don't understand why Nebraska at this point because I would represent an attractive team. Three straight losing seasons. Okay. This what is- does a spring game do for you? I mean, they're playing each other. <laughs> <laughs> so even if the offense look good, looks good, that means the defense well, might look, suck. Last year, you got to remember, was a crazy year. Uh, Nebraska wanted to play football, and I believe that pays off. <laughs> All right. I believe you sending I, a I message to there. your, to, to your kids, give them credit there. And they're going to be winners. And Northwestern probably was on the other side of that coin. You've been back you know in mean? Scott Frost for a long time. This I, is the I year. think you might sink with that. <laughs> this ship. is the year, baby. Come on. Corn Huskers. I can't believe I'm saying this. This is the year yeah. Scott Frost gets fired. You heard it here first. This is the year. Probably Jim. not. You've this heard it from a lot of Nebraska people. No. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Don't worry. Scott Frost have a nice job lined up. At Tulane, not not Tulane. You say Willie uh, Fritz and his slamming hot wife are going elsewhere. Louisiana Monroe will scoop will scoop him up quickly. They got Terry Bowden. (laughs) They got Rich Rodriguez. Patty C's boy. Uh, No, Nebraska gets it done. They win this game. Fuck you. It's a good game. Uh, Next on the list, we got Patty C. It's on you, pal. All right. It's easy to see a tide turn. It's it is easy to see, to see a tide, see a tide turn. turn. The tide has turned into the shit fest of games for the week. Officially, actually, the mediocre games. There are a couple on here that have some potential. Yeah. Uh, as far as personal excitement level, uh, I gotta go out west once again. We're going Washington State at California. Take me to Berkeley. Um, look, Pac-12 North is similarly competitive. Uh, to the Pac-12 South in terms of uh, utter parity, ruling the day. We don't know who's going to come out of this division yet. Obviously, I, I guess you have to figure Oregon with Kayvon Thibodeau is the favorite, but with Tyler Shuck 
transferring um, the quarterback situation is anything but stellar in Eugene. So I think that you have to consider both of these teams contenders in the Pac-12 North and the fact that California returns Garbers and Washington State has got to be good in what is it year two or three for um year year two if you want to call last year t- uh, he only played three games last year year one and a half yeah. <laughs> year one and a half uh, is is so year two and a half for Nick Rolovich I think uh, Washington State is <laughs> no, uh, a no, potential no, no, no. upset here year one and a half for Nick Rolovich he started last season. Wait. Okay, well that's right. Last year was his first year, so he, he only had a half year under. How his many belt. Molsons have you had over there? I'm back on Newcastle, and Nick is making fun of it again. I'm, I'm guessing. So oh. fuck you, Nick. They're the British, you know. I'm hooked if, on this British ale. My they're, Irish they're, ass I just, is. Uh, I just infatuated with the Queen. I just hadn't seen anybody drink it in like 15 years. I, hey. Hey, Cheer, cheers, buddy. Was anyone rooting for Reggie Jackson to kill the queen in Nikki Gun? <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, maybe I was. I'm just uh, going to say that. A couple tidbits in this game. Uh, this is the the second of back to back road games for Wazoo. They had at Utah the week before. Oh, Especially tough with two of the more physical yeah, teams. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When you told me that, I was like, those are two run heavy. Yeah. Like, Grab your nuts. Yeah. And what, meanwhile, Kyle has this home game sandwiched in between road games at Washington before and at Oregon after. Mm. So tough, you know, tough slates for both teams. Uh, should be a good one. I like it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's solid. It's solid. NC Nick, it's on. Just, it's a great, uh, uh, competitive game here. Yeah. Should be close. I'll tell you this, though. I I think that this one is pretty. I actually would have taken I would have taken another uh, Pac-12 game over this one. Same here. But it's not that far away, so I'm okay with the play. All right, my pick. Well, you know, you knew it was coming. You knew oh, it was coming. This is the worst game. This should not be in the I top thirty. I know this, this game not is not a- on the hardwoods, but give me Duke <laughs> at UNC. It's it's still a big game in and around the triangle. If you don't know the triangle is Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill. <laughs> it's Bermuda where I live. This is the battle for the victory. It's bell. your third eye. Shut up, Colby. <laughs> it's the Illuminati. This is a tight game. Usually UNC might've won last year, 56, 24, but Duke, Duke had won the three before that. Okay. okay? So this but game's going to be. Okay. So they beat Mac Brown once. Yes. Interesting. Yes. And Interesting. they're, they're going to beat him again too in Chapel Hill. <laughs> That baby, that that dis, that disgusting baby blue. Sunday night's podcast, we were c- calling for sleeper teams, and I said Duke's schedule breaks nice for them. Duke could be a sleeper in the coastal. Maybe I'm on hot, board with hot this take. Play. Hot take. You thought I was gonna bash this <laughs> <Hot> play? <take. laughs> Maybe the Blue Devils. Patty C, what do you think of Duke Carolina here? <laughs> well, I'm glad that they have acknowledged that this isn't. Oh, that. Duke and UNC is a basketball rivalry. I I believe that they were making this the end of the year rivalry, um, which makes sense because I guess you want to keep the games divisional to be the last game of the year. But they said, fuck it, Duke and Wake Forest, which isn't really a rivalry. It's just the leftover (laughs) teams. It's UNC and NC State are the true football rivals in the state. And Duke and UNC are the true basketball rivals in the state. Kind of. Thank God. Kind of. I don't know. I, I remember like, you know, maybe eight years ago when Duke made their first bowl game in like 20 years under Cutcliffe, it came down to the last game of the season 
and it was UNC at Duke. I was partying in Charlotte at the time at a bar, mostly full of UNC fans because Charlotte is full of UNC fans. And Jamison Crowder caught that touchdown with like under 20 seconds left to win and get to the bowl game. I almost got my ass kicked that night because I was drunk <laughs> talking shit about Duke football. So Duke UNC is a little bit of a thing around here. Okay. Don't, don't show well, so and that. NC state, oh, ha- NC state, like it or not duck it. If you want, they have their rivals. All right. It's the East Carolina pirates. And look, just cause we go to your little shit, little stadium and, and tear down your goalpost and you suspend and your little school president suspends the rivalry. All right. And says, Oh, it's not a rivalry anymore. Just know it's still a fucking rivalry. All right. You pussies. All right. You pussies out there. All right. I'll, 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 Let me ask you this. What's that? NC state with that little like uh dog thing they do with their hand. Is that cool or pretty weak? Yeah, I like it. This right here, Colby. I mean, wolf pack. No, it's pretty, wolf that's, pack. that's, 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 crime. It should be higher. Okay. Well, I'm going to be the one to take us back to the, there's, there's like five games. There's 35 games. I would take before Duke, North Carolina. Um, we're going to go uh, the one I just mentioned, Washington at Oregon state. This game last year was a crock of shit. Oregon state won this game and the refs gave it to Washington. It was a first, there was a fourth and one at Washington. It was a fourth and one last year. Where Jonathan Smith of the Beavers uh, opts to go for it, opts to go for it, and gets like a three-yard run, and the the ref marks it back like a two yards and a half. They bring out the change. They don't get it. The the Pac-12 doesn't review this. Larry Scott. I mean, this was an obvious. I played this. I remember playing this clip for you, Patty C, and being like, "Well, no, there's no way that they 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 overturned this." And I go, "No, no, no, no. They gave it to Washington." They gave it to Washington and Oregon state was up the fix and if they in. get this first down. The game is fucking over. Oh, so revenge in Corvallis, Oregon state's going to upset Washington here. Well, Down. look, when this beaver program is rolling, going to Corvallis can be a nightmare for opposing teams. And I'm not saying, you know, the beaver program right now is firing all, on all it's, cylinders. It's, it's getting making back steps. There. It's they back. are improving yeah. example last year. They knock off both Cal and Oregon at home. Look at their losses too. Their losses were all close, right? Man. Uh, and especially when example they get, at Washington, 27, no, that, 21. That's what, that was, that was horseshit. Yeah. So that, I'm telling you right now, horseshit. yeah, this is going to be a tight game here. And if Washington is the beavers are getting tighter as a, uh, as a program. Ooh. So anytime a beaver gets tighter, nice beaver. you need to take it seriously. <laughs> I, I look, I, uh, I completely agree. And so does, uh, so does Leslie Nielsen here. Um, that I'm completely botching. Let me just. So does Leslie Nielsen here? Well, well I don't get Dave Ray Van Cole, but they're counting down seven, six, five. <laughs> That's not Leslie Nielsen. What are you I, doing over there? I couldn't find it, so I just quickly. Here we go. Nice Beaver. <laughs> uh, guys, Sorry, Nick, what were you saying? I think uh, I no, know. but I think this game. This is the one that I had slightly higher ranked than Washington State. Cal agreed, but I I do think both are great games. Agreed and, again, and probably you're probably right. When I think about my Northwestern North Nebraska play, these two are probably better, but I think it's close. I think all of these are close here. 
Um, it's really apples and oranges here with the exception of Duke, <laughs> Duke, North Carolina, <laughs> uh, Sam Howell's going to throw over 700 yards in the first half. Um, well, this game's really good. And, and I, I remember being outraged last year and I know Jonathan Smith was outraged. So I'm sure they've had this one circled. So Patty, see, what do you think of it? Uh, I think it's going to be a good game. I mean, like you said, uh, Corvallis is a really tough place for teams to play. Obviously uh, USC, like I mentioned before, back in 2007 went there when they had the, the Rogers brothers uh, and took an L that cost them a national championship berth. Washington, I don't think is at that level, but they're certainly the reigning PAC 12 North champions, whether they were in the game or not. And uh, they could be this year again. And if Oregon state wants to take that step pro, uh, forward as a program, this could be the game. Yeah. And thank God they have it at home. I can guarantee that I'll be watching this game. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, All right. Pick 19 Patty C it's on you. But before I get to you, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by underdog fantasy. You love an underdog. All right. That's why we're all taking the blue hens this Saturday, but look underdog fantasy. If you haven't played underdog fantasy, you have to check it out. You have to check out their fantasy best ball tournaments are some of the best around. Let me tell you this, including their best ball mania two tournament where you can win a million fucking dollars cash. Yeah. Never talk to me again, right? Win a million dollars. Never fucking talk to me again. Never listen to me again, right? That's all it takes right there. Plus you can play a number of their games involving a parlaying player prop for MLB NBA. You name it. They got it all out there. Uh, they also have a special NBA playoff uh, best ball tournament coming around. Uh, so go to underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code SGPN and don't forget to enter their best ball $2 million tournament. Guys, a million dollars. Nick's my brother here. And if he wins a million dollars, I guarantee you he's never talking to me again. Nope. All right. He's going to, <laughs> he's going to fucking Bora Bora. All right. He's never going to talk to me again. And that, that's just, a, that's just what happens when people get rich. I mean, you look at Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't talk to his family. <laughs> he's got twenty. Guy makes twenty-eight million dollars a year, and he's awful at hosting Jeopardy. <laughs> and he's awful at, at at running in touchdowns when they're wide open. Remember and he's that? awful at being a solid teammate. Yeah, he's just a fucking. Yeah, let me loser. let me ask you guys this. I think you you voiced your opinion to the, this point, but I think Aaron Rodgers gets a really easy pass from the public. I can't figure it out why everyone seems to like really seem to like him, but I, I've always found him to be like a prima. I mean, I liked him at Cal. And then within a couple of years, like when he was bitching about sitting behind Favre, I was like, shut the fuck up, win the job, you know? Yeah. And I don't know. I, he's always just struck me as a prima well, ever since. I then, actually so. think when, when it's Aaron, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, you can't win, dude, we saw, <laughs> we saw it in the, in the NFC championship. He had a, a, a wide open lane to run in like a fucking five yard touchdown. And, yeah. and he was a pussy. He, yeah, was a pussy. he threw it into traffic instead. Yeah. And as far as the general public liking Aaron Rodgers, well, I pretty much don't like the general public. So I'm, 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 okay, with, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Touche. Touche. All right. Uh, now it is on Patty C. Here you are with the 19th pick of the draft. Only 11 more picks, guys. Let's get through this shit. All right. Well,. I mean, in terms of a legitimately good game, I'm going to have to start getting gimmicky here in a little bit, but there is another, at least 
I mean, there's a few, but wait, this wait, one wait. definitely you has guys potential. Played Mich- you guys played Michigan Rutgers, <laughs> but Ohio State Rutgers been on the board forever. You played Mich- both. You guys played Michigan Rutgers with like the top five picks. I think Michigan's more interesting this year because <laughs> the, the, there's bigger question marks. Okay, but I, I, I just see that out there, and I'm just it only makes me laugh, guys. There's Ohio one. State Rutgers is tempting because Wakey it would Leaks be fun. Is on the board. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. Go. Texas Tech at West Virginia. Okay. Okay. Actually, uh, some low-key Big Twelve implications here. Interesting here because I think I I had this one further down the ranks, but I look I I'm buying into Neil Brown, and as a guy who was a big Matt Wells fan at Utah State, for some reason I'm not buying into Matt Wells at Texas Tech. Something about the on-field performance to me at Texas Tech. I know he's bringing in Shuck. The transfer. The guy a leash. How long has he been there now? This is year three or one and a half. Is his name really pronounced Shuck? I've heard you. I thought it was Show. I I don't know. Is it Show or Shuck? S H O U G H. It makes me think of a. a, a I don't think there's a hard C K in there. It makes me think of. (laughs) I didn't either. I've been trying to pronounce his name correctly for like two years. Makes me think of a of a Jerky Boys bit where Saul Rosenberg's talking. Or, or I think it might be Rosine. And he's like, no, uh, he, he, he says something with the word F and he goes, and he goes, no. So S the, the caller. And he goes, no F is in fuck baby. But he says it all, all completely in that slightly homosexual voice of his. And it was very fucking funny, but um, I'm doing it. No justice right now. Let's just talk about Texas tech, West Virginia. Um, Texas Tech's kind of a mystery team to me this year. West Virginia is a team that I actually think the trajectory is going up by the minute. I think they're. I think West Virginia. They play. I think Oklahoma early in the year. Watch out. I think the Mountaineers are going to be good this year. I know they lost their best defensive player, and argue. And this is what's wrong with the college football format right now. Is the best, arguably the best safety in college football transferred to Georgia, and he had a great year at West Virginia last year. You would think, hey, got a winning season at what WVU last year. You might be a sleeper in the big 12 this year transfers to Georgia because he knows West Virginia probably doesn't really have a shot at the invitational and, and probably because the women in Athens are the Morgantown. Yeah. Morgantown. They look, they, like, they might get down. They but. might look better in Athens, <laughs> but they might You'll have not, a better time in Morgantown, but they might not eat your ass. All right. In, in, in Morgantown, things can get wild. All right. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Um, Patty's unlike any other place in the universe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. What do you think of Texas tech, West Virginia though? T- t- talk to me on why you find this one. Uh, I mean, I had it further down. Like there's other ones out there. I would take above this, but I still think it's a solid game. So I'll give you some Texas tech got Texas the week before on the road. This is the second half of a back-to-back road trip. So Texas tech is vulnerable here. That's a Meanwhile, West Virginia too. has had a, very tough schedule, a rival-filled schedule uh, to start off their season. Maryland, Virginia Tech, and Oklahoma all in the first uh, four weeks. Hey, don't, so, don't, don't, uh, don't try to make West Virginia Oklahoma a rivalry yet. It's not a rivalry, but <laughs> it's a tough game. I mean, it's it got it obviously. I, I agree, and I actually think it's a dangerous game for the Sooners. But um, to have the on the the back to back road trips and the second being at West Virginia for a school in West Texas and yeah, Lubbock that, that is, is a tough, brutal man. trip. A brutal trip. Um, I I don't know. I heard rumblings. This is how crazy college football is, and this is why Texas Tech needs to take a page from Tulsa. And maybe I'm wrong, Patty C. But there was rumblings that they might fire Wells last year. In the fucking in that in that crazy. How long has he been there? This that was his second year. Jeez. But they were losing some of those games by a lot. 
And I, I heard uh, rumblings. Give the guy a chance. Yeah. So, especially with the COVID situation. Right. Yeah. But I'm uh, sure the choke at Texas yeah. didn't help anything. Yeah. I know uh, that was at home. That's but. probably all of it right there. They probably got drunk and said, damn it. We were beating them by, f- by 13 with a minute left and lost. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Okay. Well, it is uh is NC Nick on the clock now. Uh, do I go with Ten like picks a, left? Do I go with the big name schools or the smaller ones. Don't be a pussy dude. All right. Let me go back to the, I'm not sure what that means, but let me go back <laughs> to the sec and, and do a little Florida at Kentucky guys. This game is better than what we, what, what we were ranking it. As. Yeah. I mean, this could be a really good game here. Cause first off, look, Florida lost their last three games of last year and they lose Trask Pitts, the Tony, you name it. And the last time they didn't have Kyle Trask, by the, by the way, Kyle Trask came out in this game. I mean, this, this game two years ago in Lexington, Felipe Franks was playing and Kentucky was beating their ass. Yeah. And, and Franks gets injured out for the year. Right. Trask comes in, leads them to, to a comeback victory. And Kentucky was on the verge because the year prior what year was that because in 2018 Kentucky won in that's the what swamp. I'm saying they won that was the first time since okay. Emmett Smith and the year before and, and Florida was down double digits in the fourth and won yeah, in Lexington that's what I'm saying that's that's okay, the year I'm that's referring the one. to gotcha and and Kentucky ha- has really been the team I I know they lost the last time they played in 19 or whatever right but Kentucky was the better team I right. watched that game I think this is kind of a better this is becoming a little bit of a game and I feel like Kentucky's owned it the past couple of years. We don't know how Florida's going to be this year. Uh, I think we have a better idea of who Kentucky is. I mean, granted Kentucky's not, they don't Stoops have like, is doing a great job. At they, they're just really a freaking solid rock solid program right now. And it's not going to be easy to go in there and win. So yeah, maybe this game should they be get the Penn state transfer at quarterback too. That yeah. last year, the problem was they couldn't throw the forward right. pass. Terry Wilson just, yeah, <laughs> he's at New Mexico now. So things Perfect. are going to work better there. Um, yeah. Watch out. Gators. I, I think this is a good, I mean, guys, I think this game should probably be way higher up. I think there's a great chance. Kentucky wins this game, but you I guess know, I, I guess got that, sleeper potential. And at the end of the day though, how good is Florida on the year and how good is Kentucky? And maybe that's why it doesn't have that great of significance. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. But I mean, Kentucky's got murders row. I think a road schedule. I think we went through that on oh, Sunday. Shocker. They give so, Kentucky a tough schedule in the sec. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to take you to another one guys. Uh, there's a bunch I have out here that I find compelling and it's actually, I'm going to take you to West Lafayette where I find Minnesota Purdue to be two of the intrigue. Like you want to talk about, we know Ohio state is probably going to be the player in the East. The West is wide open. Why am I kind of like on Nebraska? Cause I look and yeah. Okay. Northwestern's won it two or three years, but you don't take them seriously. You just said that yourself. They won nine to six or something, right? The West is wide open and a game, Minnesota and Purdue. And this was a game last year. If you remember correctly, there was a horrible pass interference call horrible offensive pass interference call. Purdue won this game and they called offensive pass interference on Purdue. So then they ended up losing this game. They score a touchdown on an offensive pass. It was just a brutal call. The Twitter was outraged by this thing. And uh, so now they, they welcome them to West Lafayette, PJ Fleck, Jeff Brown. I think still people can say what they want. I think they're two of the better coaches in America. For some reason, Colby loves some, some, you know, teams in the, in the big 10 West. 
Nebraska one and Purdue second. Uh, I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole in my research today. <laughs> Purdue has not had a winning regular season since Curtis Painter was their quarterback in 2007. <laughs> um, now a couple years, they've had six and six regular seasons with bowl victories. So what technically, they do to, what they do to Ohio state. One of those years that they made the playoffs 2007. That is 14 years ago. They have not had a reg- a winning regular season since 2007. And for Whoa. some reason you keep on blowing the smoke up my ass about Purdue and, and Brom. I don't know, man. What do you mean? You don't know. He had quarterback injuries. He's had uh, what was the wide receiver? <laughs> that was a second round draft pick. This Rondale year? Moore. He was out for the fucking year. Give the guy a break. Ask Ohio oh, so state. This is the year Dude, that they do it. This Ohio is the year state, where they pull together. 2018. 49 to 20. They beat Ohio state by 29 points. Yeah, but still they weren't over 500 in the regular season. <laughs> they were six and six. They were, five, they were 500. I, I said they, they weren't over 500. Okay. But look, factually but, but, correct. But do you remember Brom before, or do you remember Purdue before Brom? Because look at this, all of their losses, I'm uh, this with the exception of one. So 2018, when they're six and seven, they lose the bowl game. Look at their other losses. Northwestern by four. Missouri by three, uh, Wisconsin by three in overtime. Uh, now the granted they got destroyed by Auburn in the bowl game, 63 to 14, but, <laughs> but, uh, 20 to 19. I mean, th- come on guys. This is a guy you can, if you've been studying this fucking program, this was shit for fucking 12 years. He's made them competitive. It's so close to be, he just needs some health and some luck. Rondell Moore getting injured and also their quarterback getting knocked out for the season was a lot I had to do with this. I'm not going to disagree with that. Uh, just eventually they just need to do better. That's all I got to say. I, I, you, you keep on saying this is a year. Is it? I don't know. I'm not, what saying do you think, Patty? I'm not saying they're winning the West. I'm thinking seven and five or something like that. But even like, would you rather be competitive or would you rather be what you were for fucking 10 years? Because all I like, know is a school in the big 10 is not going to put up with non winning seasons. He's going to get them there this year. Fuck you. He's going to go seven <laughs> and five this year. It sounds personal. Colby. <laughs> yeah. Because look at the losses. So yeah, Colby has a love affair with Jeff. Brown. I think this is one of those Colby pigs where he's been on Brom before uh, everyone else was. So he has so to write he's, it out. He's got to write, <laughs> it out, write it out. Look, well, well, Nick, Nick is so bullish on Iowa. He says, look, Iowa was look, Purdue. Jeff Brown beat Iowa last year. Okay. All right, now look, look now hold on there. Buddy, all right. Listen to these fucking losses. They lost to Northwestern by seven. The team that won the Big Ten West. They lost to Minnesota by three on that game I'm talking about with that bullshit offensive pass interference call. They lost to Rutgers by seven. All right. You know, sometimes when you can't win close games, that's a sign of uh that's mediocre coaching. Oh Being very God. good. Get the right. fuck out of here. Uh, let me let me break you off with of a stat here, Colby. Uh, Rutgers started playing football in 1887. Wait, Rutgers okay. or Purdue? Or uh, Purdue, right? <laughs> Purdue has been uh, playing football. Oh, they're, hey, they're hey, Pat, this is my answer to you this. right now. This is my answer. Trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> well, continue on. Carry on. <laughs> They've been playing football since 1887. It's 2020, so correct me if I'm wrong. That's 133 years. 
This team has managed exactly one 10 win season in their 133 year history. Okay. They are not fucking going to win the big 10. It's just not I didn't happening. say they're going to, but look, let me cue cl- cl- uh, this now then. Shit. Hobo from Purdue. I hate Purdue. Was the last time they ever won anything anyway. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. But Pretty let me much. ask you this, Patty C. When's the last time Minnesota won the, the, the Big Ten West? At least uh, at least Minnesota was eleven and two in twenty nineteen. When's the last time Purdue had a season like that? They're gonna they're on it. Dude, if Ryan Moore is healthy, if Ryan Moore is healthy and that quarterback, uh, come on. I'm not th- like I'm not trying That's to hate bad him. luck. I'm, I don't That's have anything personal. Luck. I don't have anything personal sometimes against you, Purdue. Sometimes you see the bad luck though. You can't tell me that guy wasn't one of the most electric players in college football. I was a fan Ohio of his State his could not year. guard him. Ohio State, who put ten players in the fucking NFL draft. Could not have an answer for injuries him. He's out for are, the year. Injuries are part of the game, buddy. Yeah, oh, fuck every you, year huh? you can't blame an injury. They haven't had a what winning. Mean? There was COVID last year. I'm not they blaming an injury. Blaming a fucking pandemic. They where haven't their had their best player said, "I'm not regular playing." Regular season since 2007 with Curtis Painter. <laughs> yeah, Curtis Painter. I hope he fucking paints your house. <laughs> fucking pink, you fucking. Well, his his, his NFL <laughs> career with the Colts didn't last very long, so he may be painting houses these days. Yeah. Well, look. Purdue's going to be solid this year, although yeah, they're going to beat Notre Dame on September 18th. And I'll talk a ton of shit to Patty C. So can't wait for that. (laughs) All right. right? Speaking of Patty C, I think he's up. Patty C pick is on you. Let's get through this shit. All right. Well, I lost track here. Uh, Let me (laughs) fucking get back on. Look, well, I'm going to tell you about uh, some (laughs) games with some personal meaning to me. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to fucking lay up. I'm going to say Ohio state of Rutgers. <laughs> is, is fun you're, for me. Wait, but There's you're, you're telling me here. you're telling me this is better than Baylor at Oklahoma State. Yeah, I also yeah, considered that one. Really? Look, I, if I'm being honest yeah. about what, that, actually, no, no, you're right. No, no, Patty, you're right. What? No, he's Baylor at Oklahoma State. Who wants to watch that? Who? Rutgers. Well, Baylor <laughs> has been a pretty good program pretty recently. I mean, they had. I mean, they've had a couple of down years, but. There's um, also Matt talent Rule, on that run. Matt rules coaching the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> it, yeah, but not for long. All right. Now, now are right, Nick Rutgers, let's, uh, sorry, let's Ohio get, state <laughs> every year is like 84, nothing. <laughs> I, this year they could be different. Like Shiano, <laughs> Gold, Golden Guido. You're the guy giving me shit hold about, on. do we well, got to pull on. up? Let's, let's reel us in. Uh, Patty, what's your game? Sorry. I think we, we kind of hijacked your spot here. <laughs> We're all over the place here. Let's dial it in. Let's be professionals. You fucks. All right. <laughs> Baylor at Oklahoma state. Look, Oklahoma state. Like we always say a sleeper in the big 12 Baylor this has game, been, this game's uh, a sleeper <laughs> at the heels of the big 12 championship several times recently. This game actually could have implications. Everyone is assuming Baylor isn't going to bounce back. But if we're looking at the last 10 years, both of these teams have been extremely relevant in the big 12 chase. So let's give this game a little credit on the off chance that Baylor is better than we expect. Uh, yeah. And uh, I don't know what NC Nick's thinking. First off, Rutgers never, never has beaten Ohio state. And uh, I didn't pick the game. Patty this, but I'm saying to come to of course, Baylor. Oklahoma I had neither State's on better. my list. Do I got to rattle off these scores to you? Baylor. Uh, come on. Baylor, right. Oklahoma state. What a boring. Let me give game. you Baylor's not any good. Let me give you the last seven matchups between Ohio state and Rutgers. 56, 17, 49, seven, 58, nothing. 56, nothing. 52, three, 56, 21, 49, 27. 
Why would that Very ever? Explicit. Fair point, but Greg Schiano is back. Why would that ever be ahead of Baylor, Oklahoma State? What is going on in that fucking brain of yours? At least you've had too much whiskey. No, at least Ohio State is an interesting team to watch to see what their ceiling is. Baylor, Oklahoma State, there's nothing to what do watch. You mean? There. Baylor just won 11 games two years ago. I told you, Matt Rule is now coaching the Carolina Baylor, Panthers. Okay, but Oklahoma State has had 11. Did you see? Seasons. Did you watch Baylor last year? Yes, they had a t- COVID. We were given passes Baylor was the to poor, all these first Baylor year coaches. Baylor was the poor man's Northwestern last year. You did not want to watch him play football. Buddy, they didn't have spring ball. They didn't have, they had like last year's that we've already agreed on this. Throw that out the fucking window. There is a greater chance that Baylor, Oklahoma State is closer agreed. No, there's a greater chance that both these teams are bowl teams. I don't think Baylor's a bowl team. Well, here is the thing you're overlooking that is the obvious thing here, Colby. <laughs> Is that the last time Greg Schiano was at Rutgers, he had them at number two in the nation. Boom. Now, let me say that again. In the Big East. In case you forgot. <laughs> hey, when you know you're who won that? Who the national the Big East? It's Miami, a- Virginia Tech, yes, but, but, almost West Virginia. But, but right. look what happened to Miami when they entered the ACC. Uh, and, and, and that's not even the Big Ten East. They got caught with uh, Nevin Shapiro uh, paying for abortions. That's what happened. Well, they didn't stop uh, right, winning yeah, because yeah. they got worse. Like I'm saying, coaching they haven't ever the competition. been. They haven't never won an ACC championship. And, and and to me, if they were thrown in the Big Ten East, which is a, just a gauntlet, they would be they would be pretty much like Rutgers. Let me step in and throw out a game because I'm next, I think. And this game is much, <laughs> much better than both of the, the two you just mentioned. Nevada at Boise. This is a great game. These might be the two best teams in the Mountain West. Granted, South uh, I'm sorry, not South Dakota. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking FCS. San Diego State and San Jose State might have something to say about that. But I think Nevada could be sneaky good this year. And Boise has the potential to be special this year. Nevada Boise is a great game. I was on my, my, uh, my Uber ride from the airport, uh, to LAX and my driver, big green Bay Packer fan, but he was listening to the Dan Patrick show. And Dan Patrick was talking about Carson strong quarterback in Nevada might be a top 10 pick next year. Really? And he said, watch out for Nevada. Nevada is going to be really good for Nevada. He had had on a guest and they said, yeah, Nevada is kind of, Flying under the radar. I'm shocked that a national radio like Dan Patrick would even touch on Nevada. Well, they were talking NFL draft. It was mostly yeah. NFL draft, but Nevada, of course, so just you know, 360 days you yeah. know, in the future. <laughs> but but look, Nevada brings back fifth out of 130 teams, guys. The fifth most talent. 93 percent of their team comes back, and this is a really good team a season ago. They were seven and two, I yeah. believe. Uh, Boise State though brings back 84 percent, and Andy Avalos and just landed a couple grad transfers from Oregon. Boom! So this is a ball game, much better than any of those two we we're just talking about. I'll agree with that, but I still and think a little history in play here. You know, yeah, obviously but- uh, Nevada costing Boise an undefeated season. So I'm sure that there will always be revenge on the mind of the Boise fans. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that one is, uh, is probably better than what we're giving it credit for. Okay. My pick guys, I'm taking you to great Orlando, Florida. No Annapolis, Maryland, where Ooh. UCF plays at Navy in a trap game. This is a f- Gus Malzahn. Yeah. You might be an sec coach, but when's the last time you faced the triple option? This is a trap game. All right. This is the epitome of a trap game. It's in Annapolis. You know, this place will be lit. Um, 
and UCF. I mean, yes, they get a bye week before, so that that works in their favor. But that run defense has been an issue over the past couple of years. Navy is going to be a lot better this year, guys. Navy, I'm telling you, they they a they couldn't fucking tackle. They weren't allowed to tackle in their fucking. <laughs> but I've heard, uh, I've seen Kenny Montalolo tweet several things saying he loves this team. This is, I'm telling you, Navy's going to be a player this year. I know Patty C played for or uh, called for them to be a surprise in the AAC this year. Watch out for the midshipmen. I think this could be a dangerous game in Annapolis too. So, yeah, total yeah. contrast in styles. Uh, you have to like the bye week for UCF. That might, you know, uh, obviously that's going to benefit them greatly. But uh, it's going to be a tough game because you know you don't want to face Navy, uh, especially like a passing team, a more of a finesse team like you like uh, UCF. So uh, yeah, very interesting matchup. I, like I mean, it. it's got to be in the thirty the thirty best games. Agreed. You can't tell yep. me. Nope, I had it in there. Yeah, okay, nope, no no argument here. Um, uh, what do you think of this game, Patty C? Well, let me ask you this about the UCF program. Um, is this a program that like Stanford rose high and is, you know, bound to come back down to earth or are they built for long-term success? Like a Florida state was coming in the late seventies straight through the early 2010s. You know, I mean, I think if I had to guess, there are elements that suggest that they're capable of sustaining their success. Um, but part of me thinks maybe they are going to come back down to earth. The thing is they just made a great hire in Malzahn. And I think that could, you know, what, what little momentum they've lost and a little bit, not, not a ton, but I think, uh, uh, Malzahn will have them right back on track from a recruiting, from a fan excitement standpoint, from a talent standpoint, and from a coaching standpoint, UCF could very well find themselves back in the new year six picture in short order. And, uh, you know, Navy is a team that has traditionally stood in the way and the triple option is a tough game. So going to Annapolis, this could be a, a potential stumbling block for the golden, golden, golden Knights of UCF. Yeah. I love this pick. All right, let's move this along. Patty C is back on you, my friend, where are you going here? Well, let's be honest. Um, I had mentioned Look, I'm going with it now. Fuck you for doubting me. The golden Guido is going to <laughs> now we're taking it. <laughs> yeah. Give Ohio state a scare with their new quarterback in his fifth start. Here's the thing. Look, I don't want to be racist. I'm not, I mean, I know CJ Stroud <laughs> is black. And so it's, it's never, maybe that yeah. it's never I a just, good start to a sentence. Everybody cringes like, what's he going to say next? Uh, look, Here's what I'm saying is Ohio state's quarterback play has drastically improved since they went black. Okay. Before, <laughs> before, before Terrell Pryor, who'd they have? They had fucking Joe Germain. Hey, Mike Tomzak uh, was great. All right. Tomzak was all right. Love the enough, way he got blasted by Chris Spielman. Um, generally speaking ga- game managers, right. And then they had some actual talent that opened that offense up. It's no coincidence that Ohio state went from a conservative grounded pound run based offense to an explosive offense. As soon as they had a black quarterback and and have maintained that since I'm not saying it's completely that I know that these guys are talented. I know the guy at all though. That's not really, what is it racist against white people? 
White quarterbacks can't What's fucking. That? I'm offended. Yeah, I don't find it racist at all. You can carry on. <laughs> all right, I'm you see it that way. White quarterbacks can't run. We know this. And Ohio State. Hey, have you heard of Brennan Armstrong? <laughs> yeah, have you heard of Brennan Armstrong and Steve Young? <laughs> Touche. Max Duke. Touche. Yeah, Doug Flutie had wheels, bro. <laughs> Stone Labanowitz. Yeah, Stone Labanowitz got some wheels, man. Um, this, I don't think. Uh, Doug Flutie's walking th- through those uh, doors at Columbus though this year. Maybe he is, but I think Ohio State's going to have to maybe reinvent their offense and hope that the run, especially with Trey Sermon gone, I know that they are going to reload, but I just think that it's maybe like they'll lack team. a little explosiveness. Yeah. And uh, it opens the door for, you know, Piscataway is going to be absolutely fucking packed for this game. Look out. Look at the fuck out. Boom. There we go. All right. NC I like Nick. It. Second to last pick here. Where are you going? Well, uh, you know, you're uh, you're in the great city of uh, Raleigh right now, uh, Colby. Uh, let me take you right down the road here. Dangerous little game for the Wolfpack. I do believe Skip Holtz knows a thing or two about walking out of Carter Finley well, Stadium with a well, W. Well, yeah, I don't get a brain man Colby. That's right. Louisiana Tech <laughs> at NC State. Uh, dude, tough game here. Louis- dude. Louisiana Tech's got always got a good program. The irony here is the La Tech gets Mike Leach week one. Mike Leach gets NC State week two. Right. Then La Tech gets NC State later in the year. Pretty crazy. And this this game comes on the heels of that big Clemson game for NC State the week before. Yeah. So watch out, Wolfpack. Because yeah. uh Skip Holtz and La Tech, they can you know, cut, come in here and bite you. If you don't you know, pay attention here, like I said, skip Holtz has won in Raleigh before and at his ECU days. Oh, you know, he did. And uh, 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 of course, and they're going to be complaining. Hey, let's not schedule Louisiana tech again. <laughs> All right. Those fucking pussies. All right. So, uh, uh, let's, I like this play. Right. I, you know what? L- La tech's a live dog. They are they're a live they dog are. here, man. They this are. is one that NC state would lose. <laughs> they'll beat Clemson this year, but they'll lose to La tech. All right. I could see a, a Clemson hangover. Um, no, I love this matchup. I think there actually could be a ball game. This would not shock me if it's 24, 21 in the fourth quarter. Yes. And law has got the ball at midfield. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Patty C, what do you think of law tech NC state? Uh, I could not give a single flying fuck about this game. I'm Here, not gonna here's lie. what's crazy is he cares about Ohio state Rutgers, <laughs> but like to me, I would much rather watch La tech NC state than Ohio state Rutgers. He's kind of an ACC guy, but it's kind of not. He's only, he's only like a <laughs> I, Virginia school guy. I just guy. can't put my finger on his college football fandom. I'm like, dude, La tech <laughs> NC state's going to be a game. Yeah. It could be a decent game, but what, when has either one of these teams ever been even relevant in the grand scheme of things in college that's football. That's the TMZ that yeah, I knew. That's a fair point, though. But why at do least, I give a fuck bu- about that? I want to watch a good football game on a Saturday afternoon. There's tons of good fucking football games between teams that are relevant. Why do I want to watch a fucking well, football game? When's the last two time? teams don't amount to shit. I just went through the Ohio State Rutgers seven game. Uh, <laughs> uh, they've never had anything close to tw- even 30 points. All right. And, and when you're going to spout off that shit at me, that garbage. Well, Rutgers is getting better, and Ohio State taking that L would be monumental. And there's nothing about this game that's monumental. You can't come up with a single storyline that yeah. even resembles. I, yes, interest, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can because NC State gets Clemson at, Clemson at home, and I think this is Clemson's worst team in years. So if we just talked, 
We have a commercial out right now, sports gambling podcast, Instagram about how Louisville can take the Atlantic because Clemson's <laughs> the most vulnerable it's ever been. So that makes NC state a contender. And if they were to drop a game to La tech and then play for the ACC championship, that would be pretty much a pretty big fucking black eye. Uh, we're, we're making lots of leaps and, and jumps here. I understand Patty's point uh, about Rutgers high powered history no, ab- against about, Ohio state? about the nation as a whole or folks in Pac-12 country or Big Ten country, not caring. No about one's this gonna game. watch Ohio. Ohio State Rutgers is gonna be on the Big Ten network. That's not the well, national television. Is gonna be on Rutgers recruiting He's class gonna. right now. <laughs> number number fucking eight in the nation. This is a team on the rise. Yes. This is a relevant but, game in their development. If you're talking it's about a, your average fan stick. is not looking at the fucking top ten recruiting rankings right now, but the average fan is also not gonna watch a lot of Tech NC State. <laughs> I, I will watch but it because I'm on not ESPN. the average fan. We're going to do no, a this, battle no, here. This is, this is ACC network game here. It could be ESPN. It might be the early morning kick. Yeah, it might be the early morning kick. No, that's a little I bet you they get problem. better, better ratings than <laughs> Yeah. And you guys both, you guys choose both of these over wakey leaks. That was going to be my next game, but <laughs> I'm a little, little bit of Homer here with La Tech NC state. And I love a good upset. That's why I yeah, chose that one. I would love. I would much rather watch La Tech, Is, NC State, than Ohio State Rutgers. Look, neither of these teams are even relevant in their own state. Okay, <laughs> fucking uh, Louisiana Tech's the third best team in their state. Tell that to Terry NC Bradshaw. <laughs> What's that? Tell that to Terry Bradshaw. When's the last time LSU's had a quarterback <laughs> as good as Terry Bradshaw? When's the last time LSU's had a basketball player as good as Carl Malone? Hold on, hold on. Is La Tech the, the uh, third best? LSU, obviously Tulane, La- Louisiana, Louisiana Lafayette. Lafayette right now. Actually right now, Lafayette's probably two. I saw their preseason top 25. Wow. What? Probably, yeah. They, they re- dude, Lafayette returns their whole team, their, yeah. their entire team. Yeah. Look, Lafayette number three in the country tied for number two. Wow. 95% of their roster comes back. Preseason poll I read today had them number 18. They're going to take on the, the, yeah. the Longhorns week one. Watch out. Sarkeesian. Right. Got to move this along guys. Who's yeah. up Colby. It's on me. It's on me guys. Uh, I have two picks left. You guys have one. I'm the best. Um, You're the worst. I'm taking uh look, you want me to take that pit Georgia tech game, but I refuse to take it. No, All right. Take, I refuse take, take Louisville wake over that wakey leaks is, is, is somewhat interesting to me. And you know what? I'm going to take Tulane East Carolina, Willie Fritz, <laughs> Willie Fritz at ECU. We do. We know ECU is about to turn a corner. Is his right? hot wife. Is hot wife. Look, <laughs> If if she's smart, she's gonna keep Fritz in Greenville because <laughs> she's gonna make the trip because Fritz is gonna be had a lot of scattered ass throughout throughout Greenville. There's a lot of opportunity there. Make sure he comes right, right? back to the hotel room. Yeah, she better make this trip and say, "Hey, Willie, look, win or lose, I'll meet you here at the uh, McAllisters for dinner." All right. So uh, five minutes after, the, don't go yeah, chase five minutes that after the game. Me don't find yourself doing a kegger. Hey. Meanwhile, McAllister's does it, that's a nice restaurant in Greenville. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's five stars, dude. That's where we would all go to take the girls. They make a pretty good all roast right? beef. Yeah, there's a great dude. They have they have a great coleslaw. Yeah. <laughs> they have a great coleslaw. Uh, uh, no, this is by far Tulane preseason top 35 uh, ESPN FPI, and then uh, ECU. We know. I think Mike Houston turning that corner. I think they're going to be a contender. Me and Patty C just did our our our. Our sleepers in each conference, and East Carolina's got to be that team. Holt now, there's so many starts under him. At this point, I really think this is a big game in the AAC, 
And it's easy to see a tide turn, especially when you're talking about the green wave guys. It's easy to see a tide turn. All right. So look, Tulane gets Ole Miss and Oklahoma out uh, in the first three weeks before traveling to Greenville, which is Easily their hardest game on the schedule. <laughs> I like it. It was uh, it, it was it was in my top thirty. So there we go, Patty C. It's on you. All right, I'm going to wrap it up. Look, there are a couple games that obviously have slightly more relevance in the grand scheme of things. But if I'm talking about a competitive game with bad blood that I personally would like to watch, we have to go all the way down to the FCS ranks. We have. <laughs> North Dakota State was, going to North Dakota. Oh, nice, oh nice. I love this one. Nice pull. I love I, this one. I wasn't even looking at FCS. <laughs> you know, I dig deep, guys. I go way down the list and I find the gems. Well, and, and this one's compelling because North Dakota was looking like the best team in the country. They went to the Fargo Dome this past year, and uh, North Dakota State gave it to them uh, with the run game, which we should have prepped for because JMU has a similar run game. Right. Um, now, they, now they welcome, uh, you know, the buys onto what grand forks, North Dakota. And this one should, this is a good one, dude. I like this play. I, I did not see this one coming. I, th- I thought for sure you would buy in on that Boston college Clemson game. That was actually a great game last year. <laughs> yeah, it was actually right, a great right. game for last year. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. So we got wakey leaks out there. Patty, he passed on wakey leaks. He goes to the battle of North Dakota here. I, I I I'm on board though. Hey, I'm on board hey, on this one. Great game, man. I, like I said, I wasn't even looking at FCS, but that <laughs> is an FCS great game. So uh, congrats, Patty C. I like it. All right, uh, sir. Some uh, national title implications there. Yeah. All right, so yeah. so many good games left here. I I think I only have one more we, choice. We, right? we will, but there's only two more picks. Oh, geez. Well, I'm not gonna pick Louisville Wake. I'm wow. not gonna pick Tennessee Mizzou. I, uh, good games, but I'm going to take Syracuse, App, Florida state. Huh? No, hell no. ACC best app state at Georgia state. I got to squeeze my mountain. It, my that is mountain a good in, game. It, my mountaineers in here every week. Jeez. <laughs> Give it <a> flip, Colby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, what, uh, I'm sorry. Keep talking again. No, no, go, ahead, again go ahead. Cause this, cause this is <laughs> right, well, uh, app state won this game. 17, 13 in Boone last year. Oh yeah. Well, I don't get. We know Georgia State in Hotlanta always keeps a good program. Watch out for their QB, man. This freshman a year ago, Cornelius Brown the fourth. This yeah. dude was averaging over 300 yards per game passing over the last three games. This is a really tough road battle. App State better get up for it, or they'll get beat. Yeah, and I think Georgia State, off record here, uh, got a great chance to pull some upsets this year. They get North Carolina. They get Auburn. Watch out. I'm telling Panthers you, man, of Georgia state. I'm telling you, I like they, that quarterback. Cornelius oh, Brown. The last time they played a power five, ask Tennessee how that went. Yep. Um, Let well, me ask you this app state. I believe has Miami earlier in early in the season coming off an Alabama game. If I'm not mistaken, I'll well, have to double check they, that. They, they also get East Carolina too. the better t- the, the, in why, Charlotte, right? Why talk Alabama when you could talk East Carolina app state, app state beats ECU <laughs> in Charlotte. Should we go to that? <laughs> we should. <laughs> uh, where, where were you going with that? Patty C. Well, uh, I, I just think is app state, you know, with that, with that level of win, I guess Miami, I don't know how big of a win that could be, but it certainly um, registers on the national radar, no matter how bad Miami is as a relevant win and something that would be a sexy thing to push them in the new year, six comp, uh, conversation. 
um, especially in a crowded group of five field competing for that one spot. App State needs all the wins they can get. And Georgia State has been a thorn in some team sides before. Going to Atlanta on the road might be a little house of horrors. So App State needs to be careful here. It could cost them a great season. I agree. I I totally agree. I completely agree. And look, I know you want me to take wakey leaks. Last pick of the draft. I am not going to take wakey leaks because I see an upset special with Patty C's boy. Patty C's boy, Brett Bielma. Nice. He, he thinks, speaking of Charlotte, the Charlotte 49ers are going to come into <laughs> Champaign, Illinois. There we go. And pull this one off. <laughs> Charlotte at Illinois. Patty C. Oh. Tell me you're not excited for this game because I see a potential upset here. Watch. Don't sleep on the 49ers. They're digging for gold. And let me tell you, believe it or not, Champaign, Illinois, there's a lot of gold there. There's a lot of gold there this year. (laughs) What do you think of this game? Patty C. I, uh, what are you serious? This is your game. Yeah, this is fucking (laughs) terrible. It's better than I guess. I thought about Liberty UAB, but I think Charlotte's going to pull off the upset. Tennessee Mizzou. No, I, Dude, I think how about Iowa going to Maryland? That the, why is that? Why is that interesting? Who wants watching yeah, anything in Maryland? Maryland getting better. They have a tongue of Iloa at the quarterback <laughs> how are they position. Getting better, are they're, they? They lost forty-four to three to Northwestern last year. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me they're getting better. How are you? Don't sprinkle that bullshit on me. I will pa- say he's a Power Five guy. I'll say, okay. yeah, he is. I'll, I will say that there's a chance for an upset here. Yeah. So I'm not going to be watching this game from the opening kick. But if I see it, you know, you're going to have to scramble to find the big 10 networks, alternate network, yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> and you're going to find it and you're going to find the 49ers pulling <laughs> off the big one I in like champagne. It. I like it. Go Charlotte. Uh, now, let, let me offer you guys a little perspective here. The only reason that you give a fuck and the reason that no one else in the world gives a fuck about this game is because you guys are both in North Carolina right now, <laughs> right? You might even be in Charlotte for all I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, we're in Raleigh, man. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. In, uh, we're in cap city, baby. Yeah, if I'm okay, in Charlotte, okay. I'm at, if I'm in Charlotte, I'm at Ric Flair's house. All right, I'm gonna tell you that right now. There you go. If, but Illinois if I'm in Charlotte, like one of the worst I'm, I'm teams in the uh, Power Five. This isn't much of an upset if it does happen. What do you mean? And it, but, either way, the game is irrelevant. It's a black eye for the Big Ten, but not how much. How is it irrelevant? Charlotte's trying to build a program. They got Will Healy. You don't think Boise State got the Boise State? How did Boise State get to the situation where you respect them? Patty said they won these games. You're exactly. right. You're right about that. All right. So fucking do me a favor. And focus more on these 49ers. All right. I want the, I want you to get season tickets to the 49ers. All right. Not the San Francisco 49ers. The fucking I'm Charlotte coming 49ers. out to Charlotte three times this year to watch these 49ers. Jerry, and and it's, <laughs> it, for them, it's still probably Jerry Richardson stadium. <laughs> all right, guys, let's get the fuck out of here. But before we do, we got to pick our games. All right. And, and before I do, I guess I should say, let's talk about the college experience is brought to you by better than Vegas. Yes. Better than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for what hashtag DJs only care about sports betting, baby, better than Vegas is always running a ton of free contests. You got to check them out. They got a ton of free handicappers and, and free picks. You can get from those handicappers to check out. Make sure you subscribe to our profile. So you don't miss a pick at sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash BTV. All right, guys, we got to pick one upset and we got to pick the worst three games of the week, essentially. And Patty C has the first pick at the upset here. What is, what is the upset that's going to happen? Mm-mm-mm. Let me take a little peek at this list and I'm going to call it. I'm calling it right fucking now. You assholes, you idiots. 
I don't know why I'm so mad right now, but I feel like well, uh, you're not even give me flack for this. I just I have anger issues. I want to express. Patty, Patty, do you, do you miss Colby? <laughs> I, I, I miss you both. I love you both. I miss you both. Um, let's go to South Bend. We're going to South Bend again. Oh, he's not a huge Cincinnati. upset, but the most relevant upset on the schedule, and the one that will send shockwaves through. And you know what? I'm thinking about this. It might even fuck up playoff expansion if Cincinnati wins this. So I'm, I might even be on the fence. But what really might happen is if Cincinnati wins this and goes undefeated and they don't get a bid after finishing seven last year, then expansion, the conversation gets even bigger. So this is a relevant game. Well, not pro- only for this pro- season, but for the future as well. You think it's not going to be much of an upset, but I would say it is going to be much of an upset when. Cincinnati loses to Indiana earlier in the year. God, you're, you're an idiot. And Notre Dame loses to Purdue. So both (laughs) of them are going to get bit by the the Indiana bug. All right. Before this game happens and it's going to be a 10 point line and the, and Cincinnati is going to cover it. I think, I think Notre Dame gets the win. Uh, Nick, Uh, where are you going? Lane Kiffin is triumphant in his return to Tuscaloosa. Wow. Old miss shocks the world takes down Alabama. Wow. If that's the case, let me tell you about Lane Kiffin. He's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million-dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. <laughs> That's Lane Kiffin. If he pulls that off, um, uh, guys, uh, uh, you guys are all. I love. I love it. But well, let me ask you this: Will Lane Kiffin, if he wins, did, did he bone Nick Saban's daughter? Let, let's get the record clear on that, because this would be even even more insulting to Nick Saban than Kiffin plowing his daughter. You got your head all the way up. Uh, look, I can see that happening. Right? Up, I have no idea. Upsets. I'm gonna keep it in that realm, guys. Look, you can't you can't fade this guy multiple years, especially, especially when he he's bringing back the quarterback that kind of ignited something there. Mississippi state in college station pulls off the upset. There we go. Jimbo Fisher. He's talking about how he thinks he can take down Saban this year. Well, before you get to Saban, you got to watch out for the pirate of the ship of college football. And that is Mike one leech may the fourth be with you. May the force be with you. Whatever it fucking was when he tweeted out that awesome photo of him with a lightsaber, uh, Mississippi state beats, beats a uh, and M in, in college station guys at upset special. I love it. Upset special. Get, give me a winner there. A winner. There you go. Yeah. All right. Now Patty C it's on you for the worst game of the week. You are drafting the worst game that you just don't want to watch. I know Bowling Green and Kent State is out there. That's a Mac battle, but Bowling Green's been one of the worst teams. This is actually a pretty decent week as far as like horrible matchups. So I think that that's a play. Where what else you got? What New Mexico State, San Jose State could be really bad. Don't steal Let the man pick. What's that? I see one that's on the schedule that uh, you know is going to be on the schedule every year. So I don't fault them necessarily for scheduling it. And so I don't know if I'm breaking the spirit of the, what the fuck game of the week by uh, using this one, but 
Kansas at Iowa State, I don't think is going to be particularly competitive. Uh, they could cancel this game and I would be fine with it. I would be fine with the Iowa state playing 11 games because there's no chance Kansas is going to win this game. And it's a waste of everyone's time for this game to be played. So, well, well I don't get, I get my head cold, but that is the Lou Holtz. What the fuck game of the week? But guess what? I think Lance Leopold just made this game somewhat interesting. Uh, two weeks ago, I would have said, yeah, Hey, but by now, week five, I think Leopold yeah. might be able to get a little All bit right. of trade. Right. Maybe you got, you got something there. see what they're doing. There. I agree. NC Nick, it is on All you right. for the worst game of the week. And why is it happening? Well, and why would cameras be filming it? This is an ugly game, and cameras should not be filming it. But uh, how about UConn at Vanderbilt? <laughs> that is a perfect opportunity. Well, well, I don't get, I get my head cold, but they're counting down seven, six, five. You can count down seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. No one's going to give a yeah, fuck about that UConn and Vanderbilt. Jesus. Any t- what, what, imagine though that UConn pulls this off. This will be great because they beat an SEC team <laughs> on the road. Possible, I suppose. It almost <laughs> happened a few years ago when Vanderbilt scheduled UMass. Yeah, they barely yeah, beat UMass yeah. uh, when they had Mark Whipple as head coach. So. I agree though. I mean, it's a shit game. No one wants to watch it, but nope. I, I, I guess the only in compelling angle is if UConn was to somehow be in it in the fourth quarter, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a good play. I mean, look, this week didn't have a lot of shit plays guys. I got one more. Oh, okay. For, speak freely. Then oh. is it, is it in the Mac? Cause that's where I'm going. No, I was going to go. That's a, bad, a good choice too. I was going to throw out ODU UTEP. Yeah, that's a conference USA game. Old Dominion, who punted on football last year, goes all the way to UTEP, where they've just been trash. Combined, for a these while. teams have not won very many games yeah. in the last five years. Yeah. Well, well, I don't get, I get my head cold. And I, I'm going to take you to the the. I'm going to look. This isn't a what the fuck. Why is it scheduled? Because they're in the same conference. But Bowling Green's been that bad, and Kent State won the MAC a season ago, and I think. Sean Lewis is going to be the head coach of a power five very soon. Kent state rolls by 50. Well, well, I don't get cold. You got to take it. Got to take it. All right, guys, this is the week five way too early preview. Uh, Please. If you can get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review, say some nice things about us. If you do take a screenshot, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter, and I will give you a college experience a college football experience t-shirt. How about that now at the Colby D give me a follow as well. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give us all a follow and all right. Make sure you check out the sports gambling podcast as well. This is the college experience. Way too early. Week five preview. You better start thinking about doing it. And we have to.